Hey everyone, welcome to our latest Cyber Psycho. It's probably the most famous Cyber Psycho we've done so far. Yep. Easily. Mm -hmm. uh, one that had a big personal impact on me back when it happened, and I'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into the weeds. I'll explain that uh, because I was a weird kid and still they are. were a couple of years older than me. I'm still pretty fucking weird. Yeah, we're all <laughs> um, pretty weird. And they were literally a couple of years older than me. You know, 99, I was 15. I was like, you know, I was, I was, I was like that. Yeah, I was like 15, 14, 15. Actually, no, I would have been 10 because I wouldn't. Well, when that, when this happened, I was would have still been 10. I was going to say yeah. I wouldn't have been very um, old. Five, four, five. It, I guess we just say what fucking episode is Scott. <laughs> you know, Columbine, baby. Whoa. The the one thing that if you post an image of on Facebook, you will get banned. Yep. It's really? mental, yeah. But then I've had that with the Randy Stare. Yeah, they gave me a fucking oh, ban yeah, for right. the episode art. I'm yeah, fucking... promoting dangerous individuals. I'm not promoting them. No, I'm not sitting there going, Randy Stare's a lovely bloke. Go and kill people. We were mugging the cunt off on yeah. the episode. Do you know, we mugged these two oh, guys right. off. Well, as we, well, were, right? we weren't exactly mugging him off, but we were. Well, we made some jokes at his expense. Yeah, but, we, yeah, but we do that with everything. <laughs> we do don't, that, fuck, yeah. don't fucking come for us, please. I beg. It's it's fucking weird though, isn't it? Like a, a small fucking podcast gets fucking shut down because they put a picture no, it's up. Not. It's but then it's because Sam pisses off Facebook. Oh, that's with true. That's does. true. Yeah. yeah. I got a ban the other day. I posted. People thought I was joking. Literally, it just popped up. You've got a sixty-nine day restriction. And oh. I was like, what the fuck? I can't even find out what that is. I don't know what it means. Oh, really? It just popped up. It's like your your profile was restricted for 69 days i was like restricted for what someone like, doesn't what? like you there man it's because yeah. they don't like you it's because yeah, you no. keep posting up video um, pictures of fucking mark zuckerberg with weird faces oh it's great <laughs> it's fucking great it's because they don't give a fuck but twitter's getting better and we, we've now reached over a thousand followers on twitter which is good nice um, that's pretty um, popping but the problem with twitter is no one out of our followers people don't check it so i'll post something no. and get about 10 reactions i bet it. i barely I, the only thing i check twitter for is the wrestling news I however don't even... uh nico is one of our patreon supporters sent me today that twitter have introduced groups like facebook groups interesting yeah so i need to look into it um he showed me where it is on the app but it's not available on mine so i think it's like a rolling update that's going out like regional yeah possibly regional and if it doesn't work is Nico, ours, for, is Nico in the States in the States yeah, yeah. so, so we, right. we've not got it yet but I'm sure it, it will come over to the UK yeah. and once ne it does next yeah. update probably once it does I'll set up a TGS group on there and a square posting group on there and hopefully people will start to interact more and use it because they yeah. know they've got a central place to click that's and, not going to get you banned for 60, 69 days for posting hey, we can't, not, not we can't anymore, promise not, nothing not with God Emperor Elon fucking liking free speech and saying Mr. Oh, let's go. Mr. Uh, exposed himself on SpaceX fucking yeah. Elon let's go my man apparently so but I, I don't believe any of this stuff what the fuck like. does it matter man it's his own fucking shit yeah. he can do all the fuck he wants he's in space I'm going to get my dick out I'm getting my dick hey, out if I'm in space I'm telling, you, mate, I'm telling you right now if I went up with a woman or a guy I'd be like I first thing we're doing there. is we're fucking banging him we're banging in space I don't give a shit I want to see the physics of this bash one out what, just, what just, just the come floating out of him yeah, yeah just fuck it a slug, tra slug trail through the air oh no don't it. mention slug now come on eh? little cum balls because it would go orb shaped right? it would it's yeah because no it holds its so uh, you just have like a, a couple of more teasers of cum uh, maybe uh, oh them. shit yeah just yeah, yeah yeah we got some nommies for later, mate. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that you just gonna, you're going to do like a, what's it, um, Homer Simpson, eh, when he goes into space, you just fucking oh, fuck slide yeah. around? Is yeah. that going to be you with your, with your cup? Just mate, kind of get, get, me, get me a cocktail stick. He, he's into recycling, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait's not one you night. Can't, you can't waste energy, mate. You're in space. What if something goes you need, wrong? You need, those, you need that protein, eh? Yeah. Mate, I, I guess that zinc sometimes makes you blind, but I'll take that risk. It's like swallowing your own kids, eh? Yeah, well, don't get I'm in right. That's the problem. We're multiplying. We I'm ready to, to, I'm ready to need, make some more. We need to stop multiplying. That's true. That's true. Let's do, but don't say that 
online and go and commit a crime because yeah. if you if you say that there's too many of us yeah, yeah, that's then they'll, they'll call you a white supremacist Thanos, hey. did, Thanos did nothing wrong sounding like China right now Jesus calm <laughs> alright Shanghai pipe down oh, 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 no, sorry. they want more but of Chinese oh, well, of male yeah, of, of purebreds more, eh? yeah, they want more Chinese they want more purebreds they want less oh, of us yeah. more of them yeah, yeah. That, that. that's why they use TikTok to tell us all to transition into oh, another gender so we don't have kids well, that's yeah. But yeah, speaking of transitioning into another segment, we <laughs> are talking about the Columbine shooting. That got off topic real quick. We did, we're yeah. sorry. It's been a while, guys. You've got to give me a saving grace here. Yeah, this cunt's actually turned up, which I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> so I want you, Scott, like, like, tell us who are these two shooters? Who were the Columbine killers? Okay, so your two shooters were Eric Harris, aged 18 at the time. Young boy. And his best friend... Dylan Claybold, who was 17 at the time, they had their own nicknames for each other. Yeah. Eric was uh, called Red, and Dylan was called Vodka. <laughs> Fucking. What no, his initials, right? And his name, like it's uh, DK, well, right? Well, no, uh, Red was to do with um, the fact that they called themselves the Rebels on um, yeah. on Eric's AOL fucking um, oh, yeah, server yeah. that he used on his fucking little page like that's what she, the aliases they used for each other was red and vodka yeah but vodka is because it's you, the D and the K are next to each other that's how yeah. they, that, that's what I found out about the nickname where that came oh, okay, from okay interesting so yeah those are your two boys they are the main stars of this of our topic some very fucking like mentally tortured people as well no like, when you that's read the into thing it. that there's both well, yes and no, right? It's very internal. In terms, in terms, in terms of upbringing. Yeah, no upbringing. Apart fine. from the fact that Eric, I think it was Eric. Uh, he he's um he had a military family, so for a lot of, for a lot for a lot of his early years, he was he bouncing. Moved around. He moved around until yeah. he settled in Columbine. No, no, the school's called Columbine. Uh, Little Littleton. Littleton. Oh, yeah. sorry. sorry yeah, 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 so yeah. the town's called Littleton. So yeah, they settled in Littleton. That's when he met he met Dylan in seventh grade. Right. So that's right. when they finally settled, and then he was literally. Yeah, because in. in the documentary Bowling for Columbine, they interview people that knew him, or someone who knew of him from the other town before. Right. Also, fucking cracking, by the way. I, I fucking saw that not too long ago now. To actually, because someone recommended it to me from school because we did an assignment on it while we were there. Um. Fucking great. If you haven't I watched mean, it, go for I, it. I, I, yeah, I would say that, but like, I watched it. I've got a signed copy of it, signed by Michael Moore from when I met him. I've got was it, it his yeah. he, he made the documentary? Um, I, used to, I used to really praise it, but I rewatched it last night. Right. Because I thought the last thing I need to do is at least watch fucking Bowling for Cold. I haven't actually seen it. And I started noticing good. things in it that were. Very led. Set up, right? Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I really get you. Set up. I, I get you. Like, oh, right, but that's okay. the thing leading is, the witness. That's, how he, that's his directing style. It, and anything he fucking he's ever got does, an, he's got an agenda. So he he's going to push his agenda. I mean, that's that's just what he's up to. Yeah, he's, he, he's pushing he, his agenda. He does it with everything that he does. Like fucking, um, what was the other one he did? Which was uh, the airplane-based one. Fahrenheit oh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. He fucking he did it in that as well, where he led it to a very specific point, and every time that it left it, but he's a communist, question. right? So he's got an agenda. He's he's got a He's got an opinion. Yeah. He wants to have that in there. But we'll, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into it a different time. Okay. Because that re- reignited interest in the case. When Bowling for Columbine came out, it did reignite interest in, in it. So right. The shooting took place on April 20th in 1999. The birthday of Adolf Hitler. Yes, that's one of the things that people um, try to associate it with. Simply because um, Eric was reported to have had like Nazi tendencies. He wrote papers on it for school. Weird. But then okay. in his writing on his computer, he talk, he had a whole thing about how racism is fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Racists should be fucking killed. And uh, 
right racist women should be raped by black men like like he went that yeah far i read that stupidly it, it fucking was like really edgy, dark. edgy nonsense and um the weird thing is when they when he did the attack he was also wearing a fucking hammer and sickle on his yep, yep. so it's like he clearly wasn't a fucking nazi like. yeah but they did try, again they did but we'll get into that later they did try to get into that white supremacy angle with columbine so i got like other parts of it like them um, originally they think that the the bombing and everything and it was supposed to take place the day before because one april 19th is the anniversary of the oklahoma bombing yeah oh yeah from yeah. 1995 yeah where uh 168 people were killed uh, there was also a federal uh, a federal raid on a branch davidian complex in texas in 93 Waco. Which, which yeah which called which killed 76 but they but they reckon that's the reason why it didn't take place on the 19th Oh, the other thing about being the 19th is the day before that was their prom. Which they went to with chicks, right? Yeah. Uh, one of them did. One of them went with one of them, chicks. One of them did. Most likely Eric, because yeah. Derek, Derek Dylan... Better, Dylan looked like Screech from fucking Saved by the Bell. Like, let's, let's get rid of <laughs> he, he did look like a massive geek. Uh, Eric looked more normal and he was eric was a sporty one too right, he's, right. he was into sports yeah. and stuff so well that was the one uh military background right yes. so it makes yes. a lot of sense right crew cut and all this sort of shit yeah uh yeah so they reckon yeah, the reason why it didn't take place on that day is because they didn't have everything ready mm -hmm. they did they needed a bit more top prep time for yeah. the for their pipe bombs and their propane gas they fumbled what they wanted to do yeah he, we'll I reckon, they if, if they if i reckon if they'd even held it off a little bit longer and taken a bit more time with it it would have been a hell of a lot worse <laughs> fuck that's saying something well, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I would ever do something like that. But oh, if, no, I, if I wanted to blow up a school canteen, I'm planting the bombs the day before, right? And I'm not. They even did it in the morning. They, they did it in the morning. Yeah, they did. But I'm, why go in there with guns? You'd make more explosives and blow the whole fucking place up. Yeah. With people, if you wanted to, like, they, you wouldn't even be there. But obviously, they were very juvenile, and like, and that's a big part of it, especially about their character, uh, their opinion on the world that they both kind of shared. One was more nihilistic and the other one was more like a give up on the world. That's kind yeah, of yeah. You get Dylan, Dylan just hated himself. He just hated himself. Yeah. Uh, he's very juvenile, ve very uh, narrow-minded and kind of silly. And yeah. you get it. Like you said, yes. come on, we've all, we've all been, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all yeah. fucking seen emo kids and stuff. Yeah. It's very, very close to that sort of, well, oh, this is I'm going mean. cut my wrists and hate everyone. And then they grow out of it and they feel yeah. like a dickhead yeah, for yeah. it years later. A lot, of, a lot of Dylan's stuff in his journals was just the fact that, yeah, he's full of self-loathing. He's depressed because he couldn't get laid. Yeah. Even though he was trying his best to fucking do it and everything like that. Without nose, I don't blame them. Yeah, you know, you don't want to lose an eye when you're kissing a bloke, okay? No, well, that's true. That's true. You don't, you don't want to, you know, you break the couple big noses, big knob. So they don't say that. It's a lie. So, so you know. Normally <laughs> they say circumcised because big nose means Jewish. So it's one of those sort of things. Oh, yeah, true. true. And he was. True. He was Jewish. Was he Jewish? Is that? Pretty bold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah. he had a name. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we talk about like Colorado, uh, Columbine High in Colorado, Littleton, Colorado. Had tw uh, two thousand students. Big fucking school. Big school, like for that that's region. Massive, so that's, yeah. like, that's a fucking big load of students. So, but yeah, like if you think about it, there's maybe a hundred students per year at school. Maybe more, depending on if class sizes. But in America, they go mega. Like their schools are fucking huge. Like they really are. Yeah, but see, the thing is, back you know, I look, I had a look at this like just out of curiosity yesterday, of the consistency of school shootings before '99. And and the and the resulting deaths that it incurred with these shootings. Yeah, mate, there were always there were incidences through the years from the eighties and the nineties and that. Oh yes. But body count never reached double figures in any of them. Most of them, no one even got killed. 
There was one. There was like one or two through the course of the nineties where I think six people died in one and seven people got killed in another. But the weird thing with that as well, when they when you look at the number of them, some of them just include suicides, right? Which yes, is a, weird a lot thing. of, a lot so, of they, them. so they would say, oh, there was a school shooting. Yeah, just and included that. blowing his head off in a car park, and he doesn't even go to school. But they yeah. just, you know, they haven't. Yeah. I mean, I I, I look through. Uh, What's I got a couple of Wikipedia fucking bits I saved as well, just kind of from the from the. Because uh... that's 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 um another rumor is that this kind of gun violence has got worse and worse and worse over time. The thing is, once a country has guns, these things just happen. Yeah, fucking right. And it hasn't got any worse or any better. What happens is that they report on it more on the news. I mean, yeah, but like I said before that, again, nothing. There was, they were, they were very, there weren't any like mass nothing shootings or anything at schools, yeah. nothing like that. And then after that, it just ramped. It, 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 it didn't seem right, but the, number, the numbers were still low, but they became more frequent. Yeah. Like, there was literally uh, a shooting a month after Columbine. No one died, but the guy that perpetrated it said his main influences were Col- was Columbine. So it's well, kind they of... find that a lot, right? And we did the episode on Randy Stare, and he was obsessed with Oh, he was with fascinated them, right? with it. And they find it a lot with these shootings that they research Columbine before doing it. Even down at Virginia Tech... He looked. He was googling and looking up Columbine before he did the crime, right? So in your mind, a lot of people say, openly say, "Oh, someone's gone and done another Columbine." That's kind of the vernacular yeah. of it, yeah. right? Um, they made it. I don't want to say fashionable. Yeah, they made it fashionable. But they did. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, made I it mean, So I mean, it, they made it cool. Like the weird thing is, and we'll get into this a bit later. They now have groupies. Yeah, they well, have women that like teenage girls that have fucking. Facebook pages and Instagram pages dedicated to them. Right? I mean, you got fucking, you've got shit like even before all of this happened, like you had fucking Ted Bundy, who was a sex icon. They yeah. were all women sending him fucking letters in women jail. Be fucking weird sometimes. You I'll had fucking God. You you even had fucking um. You had Charles um. Charles, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. He got a fuck ton of fucking Richard letters. Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Ramirez is an ugly cunt. I mean, even even when you look at like places like fucking China during the Second World War, you had Japanese soldiers that just fucking integrated. They just came out of nowhere and lived there. You had a load of Koreans that fucking ended up everywhere. It was the same everywhere, o- you know. Outside of the language, you can't tell them apart. Ooh. So, what's the next statistic on Columbine? Go for it. <laughs> uh, well, where do you want to go? I think we still talk about them, right? We still, yeah. We'll still focus well, on them for a bit. Yeah, next line of their, their process. Because, because, yeah, because we look at, like, who they are. And that's one thing that, like, yeah, we know their names. Um, but what were they into, right? You know, so... They were, like, okay, so they were obsessed with Doom. The game. And they the game loved dude. it. Like Eric right. made Eric made his own levels. Like that's how we that's how we enjoyed. Oh, right. okay. He so... had a, he had a, he had, a, he had his own server on AOL back okay. then. America Online, what I think is what it's called, eh? Let's see what it stands for. Um and yeah, which he used to store like all his his own his own, custom, levels. own, own custom design levels for Doom because he was just in, he was obsessed with it. You can still yeah. find some of them. There are some that are just missing it can yeah. never be found but they're, they're, you can still find them online if you want them you can find torrents and get these maps yeah you can just find them wherever I mean once they go online they essentially yeah that's what I mean it's like a paper trail at that point of what's been going on in but then he history. began Eric began a blog and this is where he started spouting all of his thoughts oh, like, yeah, he had his journal okay. and everything but he also had a blog and that's where he started like you know his he started spouting his uh, his ramblings about society and his anger to the point and he was stark 
creating manuals on how to create your own homemade bombs. Yeah. Oh, I think I, yeah, got, I remember got, reading this. He got hold of the anarchist cookbook. He did, and yeah. And he was he was then putting that knowledge online to Ooh. the 20, 30 people that were actually looking at his blog because it wasn't a lot, you know. If I remember correctly, that's the reason that the cookbook got banned, right? Because I think it was banned before that. I, was I, it? I swear it was, it was I swear it wasn't banned until after the news of this fucking case came out, weirdly enough. Yeah, so Eric made a post in 97 on his blog about his desire to kill students and teachers. Yeah. So even in two years before the shootings happened, he is literally, he's already putting plans into motion for it. Um, they were both mega fans of the film Natural Born Killers. Yep. Now, if anybody who's listening to this has not seen Natural Born Killers, go, go fucking, fucking watch, watch it. it cause it's awesome. What a film. First film written by Tarantino, didn't direct it, but he No, it was uh, Oliver Stone. Yeah, it is a fucking... A it's, it's a masterpiece of like a crime film, really. Eh? Woody, Har- Woody Harlston and Juliet Lewis. They're trying to remake it. Just Hopefully not. Leave the fucking thing alone. Yeah, Woody Harlston and Juliet Lewis basically play uh, two lovers who go on a massive killing spree for America before they get arrested. And then they incite a massive riot, and so they could so they escape and stuff like that. It's got a fucking big cast in there, yeah. you know. You got Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis. You got um, Robert, a young, a young Robbie, Dan, Robbie, da- uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. You've got Tommy Lee Jones. It's a fucking. It's a. It's, have you never you ever seen Natural Born Killers? I yeah. haven't. No, Dude, but it sounds like I need to pick this up. Delta, like, it's so good. Great soundtrack as well. So they were so obsessed with it that the ter- the the initials NBK became very common in their um in their coding and in their, in their journals to do with the 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 planning shoot plan of them of the shooting and this is where the weird rumors come that they were gay for each other from but there's no evidence no there's no evidence it's because it's, it's, it, it, in high school the reason why that it became a sort of like a rumor is because they just spent a lot all their time, time together. I mean, you got to bear in mind. Back in the 90s, fag was the biggest fucking insult yeah. you could call someone yeah. at school. So it, and all their writing is calling people fags. And, yeah. and, like, yeah. and and when it comes to, not that there was bullying, but there are instances of name calling, it was always fag, right? Yeah. That was what it was. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but you got to bear in mind, Like I, I'm not trying to say that there should be any sympathy for what they've done, but what I'm saying is that there is one kid that's very clearly not good at integrating where he goes. He's been moved around a lot. He doesn't make very many friends. Yeah, right. It, it, it contradicts students interviewed after the shooting when asked about what they were like as 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 people. Yeah, said that they were very they were friendly. You know, yeah, Dylan, they, they, they Dylan they was never got any standoffishness from. Him. The no. thing is, though, when you research it, you will watch stuff where you have someone telling you, oh, they were weirdos, they were outcasts. But then when you actually look at interviews with some of the students, some of them will say it. Like the, the In Bowling for Columbine, there's a bit where they interviewed two girls that they went bowling with, and they were like, what were they like at bowling class? They were weird. They didn't know how to play bowling. They would just chuck it down the bowling alley without it. paying attention. But they loved it. It was their favourite class. <laughs> but the reality well, they had a, is... They had a class that taught bowling. Yeah. It was uh, because it was uh, an elective to get out of uh, PE. Was it really? So you could do that instead of PE. But so these two girls sit there and they go, oh, they were shit at it and they would just chuck it and didn't pay attention. But when you actually look at what their records were on the class, they were smashing it. They loved it. They were good at it. They always turned off because it was a morning class. But here's the thing, right? And this is why I think this happens. We know someone, fuck it, I'll name him because he did get arrested for it. He, he, uh, Darren Paul, he was paedophile. Oh, he yeah. got arrested over here. Yep. Now, we used to know him. We, we, none of us were really that we friendly used, with we him. We used to drink with him in the park. He was but, always there. Yep. But we, we would see him. I, right? know, I, I had conversations with him quite often. And he, seemed, he seemed okay, right? Yeah. yeah afterwards, in hindsight, after he gets done for being a nonce, people go 
And I've seen people say, oh, he was always a weird cunt. Oh, he was always a bit well, creepy. He was always a bit this. And I never I mean, thought of him as creepy or predatorial. Uh, a bit of a loner, maybe a bit of a loser, oh, but I never saw yeah. him as like a fucking pedo. But uh, there were people that would swear down that he was always a creepy pedo, weird cunt, and they, <coughs> they suspected him. You have people come out and say, oh, I always knew there was something wrong with yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's one of those ones where like, I'm not to toot my own fucking horn, but I always had that suspicion, and I mean, well, you the, did name a whole. Universe I named an entire universe before it even so. came out, right? Like fucking, I remember I sat down at the bar for what? It must have been two, almost two solid days because I was on holiday at the time. Where uh, you playing that shitty space game? Yeah, time. fucking uh, No Man's Sky no Man's had Sky, just come it? out. Oh wow! Where you, you could been, like, you must have been so disappointed. It Every was planet bad. he went to, he named bad. the planet like Darren Paul's pedo well, stash, Darren Paul like yep. Darren, Darren Paul's uh, faggotry so you, so you, so you or whatever. Called it, you called it like were you just joking or did you actually think so, that? So no, no, no. So at the time, like. It, there was something very weird because he was into his fucking murder mystery shit he was, and he yeah. was he was very much about this whole fucking agency he wanted to make or whatever he wanted to be a private eye yeah and the problem was he showed us all of these fucking case files and I was thinking to myself he just wanted to show underage as his private eye well, not, <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to cover his own his shit private japs eye yeah. um, <laughs> but fucking uh, he was saying this story about fucking someone lamb I can't remember yeah, a missing tr- girl yeah, a missing yeah. girl in a in a water tank oh Elise the lamb yeah the, yeah there um, you go the, the, fucking, Cecil, the, Hotel. the Cecil Hotel yeah. Yeah. and uh, he was going on about uh, I remember one time at the bar he was going on about oh what a waste of a woman and I was like the fuck kind of thing what is that to say? Is that? I remember kind of... he was obsessed. He was obsessed. He was with obsessed that story. with that and story, and he believed all the ghost shit and stuff. Yeah. And it's like literally go and watch the Cecil Hotel on fucking Netflix. The chick was fucking insane. Yeah. She, 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 was, she was taking her meds. And she, she yep. wandered off and got lost and fucking yep. died. That's what, the, you know. Anyway, the, the moral of what I was trying to say here is that fucking I, the moment that that fucking I heard him say that, I thought to myself, "You're fucking weird." Yeah. You are absolutely weird. So you were, we, we were all sat there and you were just naming every planet, mocking him. I was. And the thing and is... it was, was... sexual. Like I said, it was like, like you know, um, you know, he's got, he, Darren Paul's gay porn selection. Yeah. Darren, Paul, Darren Paul's kiddie diddling. Like, yep. Every single planet every was single something thing. about him. Like, and it turns every, out he was one. Yeah, so. every, every species, every plant, every fucking rock, every mineral. I literally named it after him. It sounds weird and it sounds yeah, obsessive. Yeah, it does, dude. It sounds a bit obsessive. No, no, because the thing is, when you're sat in a bar together and he's not there. And he's not and there. And it's like, oh, I'm going to this is... one after him. Everyone's yeah. laughing at it. And then you know what this cunt's like. You do it on the live stream. Once he gets an audience. Yeah, he's oh, like, he goes I don't give a fuck, right? But the thing is, is like, it was one of those ones where it distracted me on how shit the game was. So I kept doing it because it kept me more interested in going, fuck it, it's funny now. But you I'm just going to do it. called it before it happened, before he got arrested. Absolutely, yeah. The reason I bring that up is, right? When someone gets like if if Scott gets done for a crime, yeah, right, Scott goes and kills someone tomorrow. Yeah, they're gonna bring up his tattoos. They're gonna bring up the fucking clothes he wear. They're gonna find the fucking picture of him in the arseless chaps. Yeah, they'll <laughs> go. They'll go. They'll go right? on about they'll the music go he this makes. Podcast and they'll find a bit where he said something like, "I don't really care what happens to me." They'll find a little clip. Yeah, they'll like find. That. Oh, I said that. I said that on the last one. He did. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. So, yeah, so they'll find a clip like that and go, "This is who Scott is." Yep. But we would all know that's bollocks. Yeah, that's what but I mean. You know, one hundred percent. There are some people who go, "I always knew he was a woman, and I always knew he was a cunt, and I always knew he was fucking weird." Yeah. He's got tattoos from fucking horror movies on him. Oh, he was obsessed. There's going to be people that are going to say you, that about Hey, him. my obsession right. with horror movies has got nothing to do we, with anybody. Exactly. We, we know but someone you, that goes to this podcast that would absolutely fucking do that. We do, we do yeah. 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 But absolutely. We, we, so you know there's always going to be someone who's going to fucking say Chris. that about him. When it comes to 
the Columbine shooters and interviewing people afterwards, there were going to be people that don't know them that well that are going to go, they were always weird. Well, that's for the narrative. I mean, I got down, I found, I found the notes like for how people describe them, like, well, how certain people describe them, you know, because it's hard, you, you get you get your information from certain sources and it's like, it's only what someone said. Yeah. So, you know, they go, that so, um, peers said, who knew them said they were generally liked throughout the school. Eric was charismatic and likable. Dylan was extremely nice but shy. They were inseparable, but they had a friend group, but they always kept to themselves. Yeah. Mm. So the D&D kids that they hang around with, the ones that were called the Trenchcoat Mafia, they they weren't core members of the, the group. They were flybinites, you know, that would come and every now and then yeah. hang out yeah, with them, Yeah, just right? integrate and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Stan in South Park when he joins the golf kids for a week, you know, yeah. like that. Yeah, they, yeah. So, yeah, that's basically how they were, you know. Um, obviously, as we said, the rumour made the rounds that they were gay due to how much time they spent together. But neither of them ever had a girlfriend. And someone suspected that they died virgins. I mean, so what? What difference does that fucking make? Well, yeah. honestly, it made a big thing to Dylan. I, I get what you Did mean. He, he was upset. I don't know how true it was of Eric not to have been laid. Because, again, he, he went to a prom with a girl, but he never went anywhere. I, I, and I'm not saying he did get laid, right? I'm not, I'm not fucking talking about like yeah, a fucking yeah. 18 year old lad trying to get laid. But I, I think because of the charisma he had and the way that he was very good at socialising, he was very good at getting people to do what he wanted them to do as well, which comes in part of everything. Yeah, manipulative, very, very manipulative, yeah. Um, I think some of this stuff, it was one of those things there, yeah, they died virgins. Like that sounds like someone, and look, they murdered people. Yeah. Go to hand, call them all virgins all you like. Um, with Eric, I'm not sure how true that is. With Dylan, it was something it, he he specifically he specifically brought, it up brought that up. Yeah. When when uh, with Bowling for Columbine, when they introduce uh, when they talk to Marilyn Manson, he says something very very poignant that I don't think a lot of people pick up on. He says, "When you're in high school, you think your life will be the same as it is here when you leave, and it isn't. No, but no, it I can't isn't. get laid." People think I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. I, I'm spotty. I'm not attractive. And you internalize that shit to yourself, but then you leave. Yeah. And suddenly the world opens up and you never, and he says like, you, people just don't fucking realize that until they leave. And again, when they talk to uh, Matt Stone from South Park, he kind of says the same things. He's like, there's, he does, more, yeah. there's more outside of this. Oh yeah. And even he goes as far as says like, I hated high school. I hate how I felt. But how I got it out of my system was South Park. Yeah. So he's, he kind of says, like, you find outlets to get this stuff out yeah. of you. And even with us here, like this podcast, we get a lot out on yeah, there. Yeah, we do. Right? Fucking, we get a lot out on there, right? I mean, like, the thing is, people, like, for example, when um when I was at school, I was confident, I was cocky, I was a, I was a fucking He bully. still is. Like, he says he, he no, says no, so, I, was, well, I was. So hear me out, hear me out. So, he's an even bigger prick now. He's a massive <laughs> prick now. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, you've been cooled out now, shit. I, I would say that I'm pretty introverted nowadays because, like, I barely talk in the fucking chats. I barely look at my fucking phone. That's because you work too much. Well, it's not even just that. Like, even at work, I don't chat to people that much unless I have to. That's because you work in a, in a, in a, in a public-facing job, and to be honest, with you, if I had to fucking deal with the public every day, I wouldn't want to talk to anybody afterwards either. Oh, shit. I, should we plan something? I mean, maybe maybe we'll... No, I'm just... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure, we'll figure something out. Let's, um, let's head down the bus stop and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be part of the, the bus master. A mastiff, the or whatever they bu- call bu- it. Mafia. Bus term mastiff, or whatever. Oh, what? oh, is that? oh yeah, I forgot. There's a gang yeah, down there. Yeah, there's a fucking... Turf, there's, right? a, there's a fucking gang. There's a gang down, 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 down there. Down there and beat them maybe, all up. 
mate, hands down. They're like the oldest one there is twenty one, and the youngest one there is like eleven. They're fucking yeah, I bet, all the, I, bet, I bet the twenty one year olds fucking the eleven year olds. It probably is, mate. It probably they always are. Is. There was a guy when I was. Yeah. There was a guy who used to, when I, when I used to go to town with my mates. Obviously, when I was sixteen, seventeen years old and stuff like that. Uh, when HMV was like, we used to fucking congregate around there because yeah. That's where the music was, and that's yeah, you know, yeah. and that's it. And there was this guy who a bit, he was a bit of a chav. Always used to, he was always there with his with his mates, and he'd always be the fucking showman. He'd always be like, you know, the twat who'd try and give a shit for he'd be like, oh yeah, you're all fucking bunch of emos and all this sort of shit. Turns out he was in his twenties, yeah, and he was hanging around with fourteen year olds. Of course yeah. he was. Nonsense. Yeah, fucking, there was one that recently got fucking nicked from that fucking shit. Like, there was, yeah. The thing is, I work right there, so fucking I know, I hear it all. These kids don't fucking shut up about shit like that. Mate, if a 21 year old's hanging around with fucking anyone under the age of 16, someone should be looking on his hard drive and just 100%, saying it. Like, yeah. yeah. It ain't hard. The police walk past it. How old are you? 21. Why are you hanging around with a 14 year old? Fuck off. Yeah. And if you come back here, you're nicked and we're looking into you, you dirty cunt. Give us your phone. I guarantee you're saying sexual shit to him and that. Like, oh, you know 100%, it. Yeah. Especially if there's girls involved. Why? This cunt, these people like that, they can't fuck someone their own age, so they go after little kids because the kids are dumb as fuck and they, and they can well, manipulate they, uh, them. The thing is, right, is. Oh, especially yeah. when you're in school. Like, especially, when you can, especially when you can buy them alcohol yeah. yeah well that's it but yeah so like but there were these rumors about them being gay with each other or whatever yeah, it doesn't go much further than hearsay no unless you watch the hbo Objection. movie uh elephant which i watched where they heavily lean into the idea that these two were gay of course they do because they used natural born killers and they thought they were the two so therefore there was a romance they were mickey and mallory yeah so they and and in a way they did kind of think they were that but that was based on their bonding as friends yeah that not wasn't because they were trying to suck each other's dicks no that, that was literally just based on the ideologies of and the fact, characters if they, were gay, not... they might not have done it because a big part of it was the fact that they couldn't fucking get laid if they were fucking each other then it wouldn't have been a problem like <laughs> do you know what i mean like, exactly true Although, you know, although being at school in that time period in 99, the worst thing you could call someone was a faggot. Yeah, absolutely, right? the worst thing you could get yeah. called at you, you would have you gotten in so much trouble. If you if it was found that you were, you would have been found fucking if you were. the, the worst thing to be called. I went to a school that was just boys, right? The worst thing you could label yeah. someone at school was a faggot. I mean, it, you were getting beaten up if someone says it. You go to the toilet and you're having a piss and you just look over your shoulder, someone's going, he's looking at my knob, he's yeah. fucking bend up, like, and, they, and that's it, you're done for. That, 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 you don't even have to fucking look. If you, no. if you just happen to accidentally like stand next to the wrong person who's a complete prick, that's it, you're that's fucking it. done yeah. anyway. See, that, that's... But times are changing. I don't think that happens now in school well... so much. So, the boys were arrested in 98 for uh, breaking into a van and stealing some electronics. They, they, got, like they got off lightly with um, anger management. But they got done. Wait, whoa, whoa, they got off lightly for anger management. That's fucking weird, though, because they never described any of the two as being angry. Well, obviously, they they described the one that wrote in you his read, fucking you journal. You read some of Eric's journal entries. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of that rage. Was, that in was there. the only time that they ever said it. He brings it. He brings it up about how he thinks it's fucked that you, if someone's not um, smart enough to look after their property, that you can't just go and take it. Stuff like that is from stuff that he wrote in his journal. Well, okay. all his, all his all opinions right. are like that, right? Yeah, basically everybody. It, it, he's he's this sort of person, like natural it, selection. That's what the I mean. Well, yeah, and actually, yeah. but he's also kind of sort of like woe is me, sort of like you know, it's not my it's not my fault. You're a fucking idiot, sort of. Yeah. If I you see, can't yeah, defend yeah. yourself and you get hurt, then that's on you because you couldn't defend yourself. Yeah. If you can't protect your property and it gets stolen, that's on you. So you can't do it. The, the 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 personality I'm getting from this guy is very snaky. He likes to play things like a little bit cloak and dagger, where if he can get away without wherever he wants he will 
Not so much because this is the only incident that they've ever they yeah, ever actually got any any sort of yeah, trouble. Yeah, but based on what he's writing and what he said, it sounds like he would more fuck like, people over no matter what if he could. Opportunistically, yeah, 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 yeah almost like a carrion feeder, a carrion feeder. It's fucking crazy. So you know, in through their course of the years, they submitted like um, creative writing pieces into their into their st- in their studies and stuff like that. So you know, Eric, wrote, as I mentioned, Eric wrote a paper on the Nazis. Dylan wrote a paper called "The Mind and Motive of Charles Manson." Ooh, okay. Uh, he submitted a creative piece weeks before the shooting of a story about a man in black who killed all the popular kids. The teacher, Judith Kelly, was so unnerved by, by it, she told Dylan's guidance counselor and his parents were also called. But Dylan, she said, it's just a story. The, the thing is, how many kids are writing that weird shit? I used to do that. Yeah, I used, I used to, to write do mad as well. shit when I was yep. a kid. I was a, like, like you said, Scott, you were a little emo kid hanging outside fucking HMV. Like, you would have said dumb shit like that. This is what, what you do. You're into that kind of music. You're into well, that you're kind also of scene. at that age where you're expressing your thoughts. You're trying to find some outlet yeah. for, for the things that are going on in your head. And creative writing is, is a great it's place It's a great way that. of doing it. But, and know, I think a lot of it boils down to, right? So when they talk about, oh, they were deranged, they were this, they were that. We all know what it's like to be a teenage boy. You don't really understand where you fit in the world. You don't understand who you are. Like, you get mixed up feelings about all sorts of shit. You do. Right? Yeah. I don't think anything they said was out of the remit of a, a teenage boy not trying to find no, himself. No, I, I don't think so Some either. of it could be classed as a little unsettling. A little bit too far. Yeah. But like, you know, they go a little bit too far, but then it, it depends what kind of kid they yeah. are, right? I mean, you've got to bear in mind, like, if we ever got arrested for some fucking dark shit or we did something stupid, would we be pulled up on the fact that we do this? There'll like, be shit on this. There'll be jokes we've made, stuff we've right? said that definitely would be can be it. If you take any sort of audio recording and you listen to it and you isolate certain sections, you can take it completely yeah, not, out of context. We've, not we've, even, we've said the word faggot so, about 20 times. Yeah, no, no, episode. that's true. That's Someone true. could just cut that out and go, they just keep saying like, gay slurs. They don't understand the context of like... No, you're like, saying it in context to the, to the narrative yeah, what we're talking about. I'm not about. sitting there yeah. going, you are this, this is that. No, no, These no, people no, no. are bad. Like, for example... It's, I'm, it's, it's because this is the language of the times of the 90s that was being used and it was the worst thing to be called yeah and i mean if you were to clip the episode down and go in this episode faggot was said 20 times people would go these people are homophobic it was said, it was said 20 times in a three and a half hour podcast well, tw- 21 now yeah, 21 now but then say these people are homophobic <laughs> but they're not showing a clip where tian sits down and goes i'm bisexual yeah well like, they, they leave yeah, that part yeah. out or the context in which you're using the well, word not, in exactly not even that but like imagine that so we say for example stephen king got done Right, Stephen King got done for some fucking shit. Maybe he's murdered someone. Are they gonna sit there and go, "Yeah, he was"? Oh, hey, a ghost. What up? Um, would he fucking? Would the the police sit down and go, "Yeah, he was a bit fucked up. He used to write about all these fucked up they stories would. and they all that would. shit." They would. If of got, course if they would, right? Yeah. He's definitely in the yeah, right. you would use, you would use it. You know what I mean? That he'd nonce someone. That scene in it is coming up for a fucking. Stop. Oh yeah, just that, the the the, uh, the kid sex, scene. Sex scene. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see what I mean? So like fucking we because we're interested in true crime, they'll probably be like, "Yeah, they learned about all these murderers, or fucking they probably know how to do you, it." You look at my fucking podcast history. You'll literally see a lot of stuff I listen to is true crime and fucking serial killers. So, mm-hmm. at, with me, this podcast is definitely getting you, especially the radio show, because oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. hard on the radio show. Or, or anything, like they'd pick up my jacket with fucking John Wayne Gacy on the Heaven's Gate stuff on it. Your T-shirt, well, Charles t-shirt. Manson. I mean, fucking, yeah, my Charles Manson T-shirt. Mate, yeah, yeah. It's definitely getting yeah. used against me. Mate, your, Im- I, your imagery. If I, if I ever got fucking nicked for murdering someone, they'd be like, oh yeah, he used to work at a fucking rock and metal bar, so fucking he must have been violent. Used to go to your house and find your dildo collection and go, he was a runman. You he mean my drill? On, he was jumping on fucking... Um, yeah, someone will come out of the woodwork and say he raped me. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, of course I'm joking. <laughs> 
Another game, back to the creative writing side of things. He wrote a paper about guns in school. In his psych class, he wrote a pa- he wrote a paper in detail about his desire to go on a shooting spree with Dylan. So, in the same sort of aspects of like Randy Stare, he literally talked about his desires to do these things. Open, openly talked. Yeah, about openly, these literally things, yeah. said it. You know, and then they made their they had a couple of creator. Uh, they made some indie films, their own personal indie films. Sort, they, sort of, yeah. Well, they, they, they made student films, yeah. and they had one called Hitman for Hire. Where they literally were hired by bullied kids to go and kill their bullies, and they literally use this dialogue like, "Where you know, if you, you know, if you touch this kid again, I'm going to take you out back and I'm going to shoot you in the fucking face." Well, that is one weird thing with them, right? They had a strange sense of justice. On the flip side, to them sitting there going, "If you're a dumb cunt and you leave your door open and you get robbed, it's on you." I mean, yeah. But if they fought, if when they spoke about people taking advantage of someone else because of like, like with the racism stuff. The whole writing is, if you are racist, you should get raped by black people. It's a fucking stupid thing It to is say, weird, yeah. Right? But you can see there's a sense of justice in them. Yeah. Like in their mind, as a teenage fucking it's idiot boy, justice. You, you're going, all right, well, if you're a racist, uh, I think he said something like, you should be put in the street naked, as if you're a man, you're racist, yeah. in a neighborhood of black people, and then you should be told, this is a racist, and let them do whatever they want. That was, yeah. that was his thing. And if you're a woman... You should be raped by a black man. It's like, okay, you're well, raped good now all of a sudden. You should be forced to have the baby and forced yeah. to care for it because now you love the thing you hate. It's... And that's, like, I can see what their point is, but it's completely fucking yeah. ass backwards, so right? It... It's a weird, so, it, like you said, it seems like a very warped idea of fucking justice, yeah, right? Yeah, massive. So, like, warped. I get it. They They want people to face justice for the shit they do. But then they take that justice so far that it seems outrageous. It's an eye for an eye, but taken to an extreme. Right? It that, is, that's yeah. That's what they're into. It's an right? eye for an eye, but I also get your arm and your leg at the same time. So, the basement tapes. So, this was literally the last thing they ever recorded. It was half an hour before they rocked up at the school. So, by this point, they'd already planted their propane gas bombs in the, in the, uh, in the cafeteria. They waited for a point where I think there's like a change in security. So there was no one monitoring the cameras in the cafeteria. Yeah. So that basically someone would have gone. Yeah, the tape change. Yeah, tape, that's it. Tape change. So no one would notice that there's like, all of a sudden there's these two bags yeah. in places that weren't there literally five minutes before when they did the tape change. Yeah, so I'll talk about the, the basement tapes. So I, I, I basically wrote down what they said. So they basically, they were, this is where they kind of put their last bits of plan. They checked their ammunition. They got everything together. They had a they had a couple of fucking swigs of Jack Daniels and they showed off their guns to the camera and then they addressed their families. So these are literally the last words they fucking said on on record, you know, of a recorded thing. So yeah, Dylan goes, "Hey mom, gotta go. It's about half an hour before our little judgment day. I just want to apologise to you guys for any crap this might instigate. Just know I'm going to a better place. I didn't like life too much and I'll be happy wherever the fuck I go." So I'm gone. Goodbye. Eric. Everyone I love, I'm really sorry about all this. I know my mum and dad will be fucking shocked beyond belief. I'm sorry, alright? I can't help it. Dylan goes, we did what we had to do. Eric goes, Morris, Nate, if you guys live, I want you guys to have whatever you want from my room. Dylan says the same. Susan. Sorry, under different circumstances, it would have been different. If you want to have the fly CD... Sorry, goodbye. Fuck, I man. think she might be the one he went to... The prom with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. The, weird, the weird thing is, like, it seems so childish and innocent almost, right? Yeah. It, it's, it, it's one well, of those things, like, there's, there's um, 
an old phrase, right, called the arrow has already left the bow. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think it rings Even a bell. Even if the archer changes his mind, he's let go. As soon as he's he's already, go, he's already flown, And I yeah. think that's what we're seeing here. Well... Even though you can see remorse, they know what they're doing is wrong, they feel sad about it, the arrow has left the bow, they're already, they're already going to go and do it. And... I guess before we move on to the shooting, we should probably talk about where they got the weaponry from and things like that, because obviously that is actually an interesting little tidbit. Only one podcast brought this up. I just want to make one quick point. From from the words that you've just fucking quoted, it sounds very much like Eric... Eric was the one that spoke last, right? Yes. Yeah. So it sounds very much like Eric was being heavily led on. No, no. No, he's, he's no, 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 no. Really? Sure. Because yeah, fucking... He's the, he's, I was going to say, because Dylan made it sound like he was fucking absolutely determined this is what's happening well, he was going to kill, you know, he, was, he was going to kill himself. That was literally his end goal for this. He was going to die. Shit. That's the reason he went with it, is he was going to die. And when I hear that stuff, right, obviously before we talk about the weaponry and stuff and where they got it from, um, it makes me sad. Like... This is a country that let it happen. Well, but it's not. It's, it's like, you can't even let it happen. Like, how the fuck can you know? How could you know that your neighbor feels this way? They don't That's tell true. You about yeah. it. They're not telling anyone about it. How the fuck do you know? Their own parents. It's not that like they had shit parents. They had good parents. The parents they had, they had, they had a great... Uh, by what? By what? Like, you, you listen to the TED talk from the mother and stuff like that. You know, she... From all they're concerned, that she, they were fine. Like, she just, yeah, they're a little bit weird. They're into Marilyn Manson, but even that's yeah, but a bit no, of a lie. Yeah, because they always use Marilyn Manson, but their favorite band was KMFDM. Exactly. I mean, we, we've got- uh, they're, they're an industrial band. Um, I played some of their stuff on the radio show. Have you seen the Street Fighter movie, the animated movie? No, like anime, right? So there's a bit in it where Vega tries to rape Chun-Li and the song that plays in that scene is KMFDM. It's a song called Ultra, right? right. They were, kind of, I think they're German perhaps, but they're like, a, like an industrial band, right? And I've played a couple of their songs on the radio show. I quite, I quite like them and I liked them then. But that was their favourite band. Yeah. But somehow when it came to blaming someone, it was Marilyn Manson yeah. who, was, who they liked, but he wasn't the fucking He wasn't the main one, one right? yeah. wasn't what, all, the, all the pictures I'm wearing t-shirts, all KMFDM merch all the yeah. time, right? It's, it's fucking weird because like, especially because of how I, I remember hearing about how powerful that TED talk was like every parent and I'm sure if we were if we had kids we'd probably feel the same every parent wishes to be the most optimistic they fucking can be about their kid no matter how fucking weird a situation means they'll always convince themselves that there isn't anything else I think most like parents, if they see that, like, you know, they understand that their kid might be a little bit strange, but they, yeah, I think it's any parents, like, they hope they grow out of it. Yeah, right. Like my mum, like she said it to me subtly um, over the years. Like when I was at school, she, you know, I was very um, reclusive. Yeah. You know, I had I had friends at school. Yeah. But I didn't ever really hang out with anybody outside of school. I had my friends who I saw at school, and we played. You know, uh, we used especially at like year ten and year eleven. We used to go down into the computer room yeah. of a lunchtime and we would literally play video games because someone because the way it worked at our school is um, every year had their own server yeah so oh, yeah, one, yeah, of the, one of the yeah, lads yeah. would go snuck into the server snuck into the room one day and uploaded some games onto our own onto our year's oh, server what a legend so we would literally you know we went through phases where we would play uh, Age of Empires what game? So literally, we, we used to have like a we used to have like a, a basically a code that was like four person game. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And basically, you had five minutes to use the cheat codes to get as much resources and start building as you could. And after five minutes, 
it was all out go. Ooh, yeah. No we balls had, we, had, we used to play land games of Half-Life. Oh, okay. And nice. Quake and stuff like that. So yeah, that's the shit we used to do. Yeah. But when I left school, when I when, I, when literally school finished for the day, I went home and I just played video you games on my own. The fuck. Yeah, yeah. It, t- it took me till I was about yeah, till I was about halfway through my fifteenth year before I actually started going out with like actually friends. And yeah. then and then I reverted back to it after school until I was about seventeen when my mate like phoned me out. He was like, Did you want to come out? Like, yeah. do you want just want just want to hang out? He yeah, like, no. was, was a good mate of mine at school, but I just didn't you know, I it, it, it was just like my mom said like I you know I started I picked, started playing bass when I was fifteen and I started getting into bands and then started going up from there. Mm. And my mom said to me so once she's just like I'm so happy you grew out of the yeah. of the isolation thing because yeah. I was starting to get worried that that's literally how you were gonna be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just kind of sprung out of it and you just started going out and you started getting into bands and Here's stuff like thing, that. We, we all know someone who is like that. Yeah. yeah, right now. Yeah, we yeah. fucking right. do. We know a few people. We know a few people like that. I I see him every fucking day as well. You fucking never, never pops in, says I. No. So. Yeah, you, you always have a few people that, that that never grow out of that, and I, like I, I understand what you mean with that. When I was a kid, it was I had a couple of mates that were like my closest mates, and they come around and play PlayStation at my house, and then they go home, and that was all we did. That's all we did for years until I was about fifteen. Then when I was fifteen, a mate of mine. I kind of been friends with him from about about a year. My mate Dave, he'd moved over from America, right? By the time we both hit fifteen, his mum was always fucking off for the weekend and always going away. So it's like everyone come and stay at my house, but then it'd end up twenty of us there. Then there'd be birds there, then there'd be booze there, and then you start socialising more. Yeah. But before that, it was just me and my three mates in my bedroom playing fucking WWE fucking games on multi tap on the PlayStation with yeah. each other, or Tony Hawks or something, and that listening to corn just blaring it out the fucking window, you yeah. know. But yeah, before we move on to the guns, I want to touch on Tian's point about parents thinking the most of their children, right? I think one thing that always happens with these cases is people neglect the fact that these parents lost their kids too. Uh-huh, like, yeah. yes, it's horrible that the victims, their parents lost them, but also these these two families just had their son murder people and then commit suicide. Yeah, and they have to deal with that grief, but they have to deal with that grief. Being the enemy. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and you know, and people will say things to him like, "How the fuck could you not know?" Yep. yep. And and I will disagree with that assertion the whole time, right? There is lots of things when I was a kid that went through my mind that my fucking mum did not know. Oh yeah. Why the fuck would I be telling her? Like, why would you be telling them, right? I had a little diary. It was full of fucking insane, stupid, edgy boy fucking teenage ramblings. If yeah. someone was to, if I went and did something and you found it, it looks bad, but. It, it never meant to shit. Like, it hasn't fucking done anything. Now, I'm no. actually, it's cringy. And if I was to find it now, I'd be like, what? Well, I'd burn it. I'd be like, you little bell end, right? Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. you'd be. I did that in 2012. Because, like, I can't I mentioned, like, it was like 2012. I think I mentioned it to, on the last episode. Like, 2012 was a bit of like, it was a bit of a weird year. I was going through a bit of like a dark patch with, with like just certain things that were going on. But then I also had a fucking great year in terms of like, I went on holiday, I went to download, I went to fucking America and all this sort of stuff. And that, like those sort of aspects were really, really good. But there were also other aspects that were just really, really dark in, in, my, in my mind. And I started writing shit down, but it was like just thoughts that came up in my head. Yeah. And Amy found it one day and she and she started reading some. I was like, no, nah, fucking give it here. It's like no, it's, it's it's actually really good writing. I was like, no, just fucking give it. Here. It's, it's like it's just it's stuff embarrassing like, to yeah. me. It's, now. Impar- yeah, it's yeah. embarrassing to me because I let myself get like that. Oh yeah. When really now I look back on it and I'm just like ten years later now. Yeah. I look back at it, I'm just like, what the fuck were you doing? Well, that's the thing, right? It's a shame with people like you know, like with Dylan and Eric, is that whatever they were feeling, whatever was going on with them at the time, 
they fell into such a fucking hole with it that they couldn't see a way out of it because there is a way out of it. And like, even if you're listening to yeah. this now and you feel like they feel, maybe you're young. We've got some listeners. Uh, I think it's only about like 10% or under 18 that listen to this. It comes up in our demographic. But if you are feeling like that, it gets better. Tr- oh, trust 100%. me, it gets better. Life yeah. always gets better. Even when you're an adult and you're fucking having a depressive phase, you can always find your way out of it. Yeah. And, like, and I mean, that's a big part of it. Like, I know Scott, like, even though it's weird, because Scott's like, yeah, in 2012, I had, had a problem. But when it comes to that sort of thing, you're not really in that, you, you're not really a depressive person. You don't really have. No, I wouldn't, but see, I, wasn't say, I wouldn't say I was depressed. I wanted something I couldn't have. And there was, and I was also like a transitional period of like, do I want to stay here or do I want to move away? Yeah, you weren't satisfied in life. Yeah, like, and then, literally, then the, literally the next year, it did a complete fucking Yui. I got into a band that I was really happy with. You know, we fucking, you know, we did five years of fucking gigging constantly. We, we did the UK. We recorded in the UK. We did four, we did three EPs. We did you know, some of the BBC we, stuff yeah. as well. We headlined pretty much every, nearly every festival in the island. Yep. And we fucking, you know, we played abroad. So, you know. Yep. I mean, we all have those, though. Like, for example, when I finished school and I realized I wasn't fucking popular and I wasn't cool in the real world, fucking, I went to a stage of, like, six months where I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You're still not popular and cool No, now, well, no, no, but, but I've okay accepted it. it. Yeah, I've accepted it, right? But, like, I went through that six months where I wasn't, I was doing, like, some menial fucking job and I was like, oh, I don't fucking, no one likes me, whatever. Lucky you don't do menial jobs now, Tian. Oh, so. shit, well, I'll have you know, Sam. Um, Anyway, but Who fucking... Who doesn't do a fucking menial job? That's yeah, like... right. Well, we're going to talk about the we- going to talk about the weapons that they use. This is the stuff that they got. So in the months prior to the attacks, Eric and Dylan acquired two nine millimeter firearms and two 12 gauge shotguns. Eric had a high point nine nine five carbine with 13 10 round magazines and a Savage Springfield six uh, 67H pump action shotgun. Dylan was using a 9x19mm Intratech Tech 9 semi-automatic handgun. So Tech 9 Tech Tech 9's a big name. They they were made illegal after this, but they were already hard to get at the time. I was going to say, that's like proper gear stuff. That's not... Well, there's no reason that you're not getting a Tech 9 to fucking... I mean, the advertisement for Tech 9 at the time, I don't know if you ever saw any of that, Scott, when I was looking it up. They would advertise a Tech 9 as, this kills people quickly. That yeah. is how they advertise the fucking thing. Yeah. Right, and one twenty-eight round magazine, what magazine for the uh, the automatic handgun, and a Stevens three hundred and eleven D double barrel shotgun. Wait, hold the fuck on. A twenty-eight magazine on a pistol. Twenty-eight round magazine. On fucking it. hell. But the Tech Nine is the gun that literally was the gun that all like gangsters used. It was the the, the fucking black gangs used. Yeah. Is the Tech Nine? It's why the rap album Tech Nine exists. Because, yeah, true. Because of that. Anyway, fucking that, so, that just baffles me. Twenty-eight mag. So Eric's shotgun was sawed off. So you could hide it in the jacket. To around yeah, yeah. 26 Conceal. inches. And Dylan's was shortened to 23 inches, which is a felony. Yes. Of course on it is. The, Concealed on, the national, on the National Firearms Act. Well, that's what happened in Ruby Ridge. So on November 22nd, 1998, their friend Robin Anderson purchased the carbine rifle and the two shotguns for the pair at a Tanner gun, uh, gun shop. She, she was a girl, right? Rob, yes. Rob, yeah, because she, she was 18. They were too young to legally purchase the guns themselves. After the attack, she was to- she told investigators that she had believed that the pair wanted the items for target shooting and said that she had no prior knowledge of their plans. So she wasn't charged. They believed her. But um, Eric and Dylan 
had part-time jobs at a place called Blackjack Pizza. Yes. Where they met, they had a friend there called uh, Philip Duran. He put them in touch with a guy called Mike Main, a uh, Mark Mains, who bought the who um, Dylan bought the Tech Nine handgun from for five hundred bucks. He he went to a show. Um, essentially, <clears throat> they had a shop, and Tech Nines at the time weren't allowed to be sold at a shop. No. But they were allowed to be sold at gun shows because they were because gun shows are pre-owned guns. Right. Okay. So this shop down the road from where these guys, well, from where they lived, had a bunch of old Tech Nines that they cannot legally sell from the shop. Right. So they go to the gun show. Oh, it's and a fucking, fucking loophole. And sell them at the gun show. Oh, that's fucked. Because they're classed as pre-owned. Then this guy gets it from the fucking gun show and sells it to them on Wait, the Wait, so hold market. on. Were, were any of these fuckers, like, tried for anything? Yeah, so Mains and Duran were both prosecuted. Each were charged with supplying a handgun to a minor and possession of a sawn-off shotgun. Uh, Mains was sentenced to six years and and Duran was sentenced to four and a half years. What the fuck? Supplying minors and having illegal firearms. Normally they wouldn't have got that many years. The reason they got that many years is because of of how big it was, right? Someone needed to be punished for the Columbine shooting. You can't punish... You can't punish a dead person, right? That's the the whole thing. The photos of them dead are out there on the internet. I looked at them today. They're no longer alive. You can't punish them. You can't punish the parents. They knew nothing about it. You have to find someone to punish. The easiest option is how do they get the guns? And That's fucking crazy, though. Because, like... Right. I mean, what? It, it was, like... It was a massive shoot. Like, you had a lot of dead bodies, right? So, Fif- fucking... Uh, 15 in total. 15 total, right? I thought it was 27 total. 27 no, no. with injuries. Oh, yeah, right. So yeah, 15... 27 with injuries, 15 dead, including the, including the two pro- right. proprietors. Yeah. So, fucking... Like, you've got 15 bodies on your head because you sold a fucking minor gun. Mm-hmm. Like it surely it sparks fucking bells in your head. You can going. only do that. You can only do them for selling the money to a gun. The thing is with with the the loophole in the American law, which once it hits a gun show, is classed as a secondhand sale, and that does not need to be registered. You don't need to give your details because it's secondhand. Because you could be selling an antique. I understand that if you're going and buying a Civil War rifle because you want to put it on your wall, you shouldn't have to have a gun check. Yeah. I understand why that well, yeah, law exists. It's, it's, it's a fucking artifact. But it's not a weapon. You can also go there and buy stuff that was made two weeks ago. That's yeah. the fucking problem. But we're not yanks. It's hard for us. Like, to us, it seems yeah, erroneous. Yeah. It seems stupid laws. But how to... F- like, so we're not them, so we can't really. Right. Our comments on it don't make much sense, right? Like, it's, like I said, I don't want to comment too much on it, right? But the reality is, right? They sold a deadly weapon to children. Did they supply ammunition for them? Because I feel like that should be. They would have had to. It would have come hand in hand with the guns. It would have come hand in fucking hand. They should have got more for that. I'm not even sure it's illegal for children to for it is. minors to buy. It is nowadays um, and ammunition. Yep. I think they can. It is. It's, it's, it's illegal got, now to buy ammunition. You've got to have a license. Yep. And you can't get a license until you're 18. For but, mental not, health but not and... a psychic. Not, not a psychic. Uh, psychic um... Well, no, they ask you, are you on no, any psychiatric medication? Yeah, they, no. they ask it. for background histories and stuff, like medical stuff. Well, you, you have to so, just forge some in documentation. Terms of, well, apart from the guns, they also had the explosive. They are thought to have constructed a total of 99 bombs. Mostly pipe bombs. But there are also carbon dioxide cartridges filled with gunpowder called crickets. 
Molotov cocktails, which I don't recall them actually using, and uh, yeah, propane tanks which were converted into bombs, which was what they used in the cafeteria. That was the main, yeah, main one. Mate, if that if those bombs had gone off, we'll get into like the process of what they did and what would have happened. It's fucking. We're talking maybe five hundred people dead, maybe more. Probably more, actually. Yeah. Fuck. So before the events, they planted two propane. Um, twenty, uh, two twenty-pound propane bombs in the cafeteria that morning. Yeah, they were set to go off at eleven seventeen a.m., which is the point where it's what they call lunch A. So it's the first group of students were coming for their lunch break. Four hundred and eighty students. Four hundred and eighty students would have been in that cafeteria at that point. They set the bombs in two specific locations where pillars were. So that when the, bomb, fucking, when, the yeah. bomb, when the bombs went off, they would cripple the pillars. Yep. And above the cafeteria is a library. So any students Fuck. in the library, would and then people in the cafeteria would have just all come crumbling down on the people in the cafeteria. Shit. So you could have, like you said, you could have easily just, in, in one swift movement, you could have killed 500 kids in, just like that. Fuck that's what no. their original, that's what their original plan was. Fuck, man. And there bombs in their car. As well. Yeah, but that's never brought but up in anything. I don't know why why there were bombs in their car. It seems a bit. Was they it just put, unarmed? They, they um. Oh, I'll get no, into they're it. armed again. The same thing. They were set for the same time, but I think they parked around the back and they sit. So they were they parked and I parked on opposite um entrance exits to the yeah. cafeteria. So oh, the people to take out go, stragglers. No, no. So people wouldn't go towards where those explosions happened. So they could funnel them into an area where they would shoot the escapees. Yeah. God damn. I mean, it, it takes some fucking doing to think of that. So. Should we get into the, the meat of it? Like, the, we'll, yeah. go, we'll go through the timeline. Yeah. We'll of the go through the timeline, yeah. Right, so... It will get heavy now. Yeah, so. yeah, oh, yeah. We'll put a little warning in it. It does get... Yeah. If you listen to a podcast on a fucking Columbine shooting, come on. Yeah, fair. Well, yeah, fair enough. But, you know, it's always good. Right. But warning, it's going to get graphic now. Yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah, they hoped that the massacre would be the, would cause the most deaths in American history. That's what they were aiming. They wanted to beat the Oklahoma bombing. That was... Because the Oklahoma bombing at that time was the biggest... Uh, yeah, 168 yeah. deaths at that time for a bombing. It's it seems so narcissistic when you when it's well, when you go through the plan. And they're writing. There's an element of fame in their writing. Oh, they yeah, want they, to be notorious. They, yeah, they want they, to be they, 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 infamous. The, the point of this was that it would be so devastating that they would never be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, despite it's it not true. being as devastating as they wanted it to be, it's still been, managed it's been it. The they've never been. They, well, we're talking about it now. It's, so. it's, it, it sparked, I think, well, I personally, by looking at the numbers and everything, it sparked a catalyst that literally started off shooting. Yeah, and it still school goes on shooting. today. Uh, you know, the, 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 not, not so much in schools as well as fucking other places, but, you know, it, it's not often. When was not, Randy Stems? That, was that 2012, something like that? Yeah, I think 2012. So I can't remember. Yeah, I and mean, even he was quoting them, and he was he was like in 20 when he did it. You know, I mean, I've, like, got, I've got I've uh, got I've got um, screenshots of like stuff that was influenced by oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Columbine and stuff like that. But okay, so we start. So Eric arrives at the school at 11:11, right? As he gets out of the car, uh, Brooks Brown uh, confronts him. So Brooks was a on again, off again friend of Eric's. Like they were mates, and then they were, then they hated each other, and then they recently made up. Okay. So, um, Eric had missed an exam that morning, which is unusual for him because it's a class that they would they both really enjoyed. So there's no reason why. And they didn't have shit grades again because no. a lot of it says they were dunces, they were morons. No, they weren't. They were no, they, they were decent grade students. Average right? average student. As Brooks is kind of you know berating him a little bit, Eric says to him, "It doesn't matter anyway." He he then. 
says to Brooke, Brooks, I like you now. Get out of here. Go home. Oh, literally shit. Literally tells him to leave. Now, if you read back in the journal, he literally says, I want to fucking kill Brooks Brown. Says it in his journal that he wanted... And this he, motherfucker took him at word. He just left. He goes, there's just something about the way he worded it or the way he said it just made me think, I need to fucking get out of here. And then literally as he was leaving... He heard the gunshots, so he called 911. He was the first to call. He Shit. called 911, which is why the police got there. So far. now what? He was the first. The second was the guy, uh, the security guy watching the cameras. Once the cameras came uh, back on... Neil, um, Neil Gardner. Yeah, he was the next. Then it was a, a classroom teacher managed to phone the police from... Yeah, when she was in the library. Yeah. But what they'd done, what they'd done before, before they, everything was due to kick off, they'd actually planted a bomb in a field the other side of town. Oh, I see. In order and to the fucking... idea is that was supposed to cause a big enough explosion that it would draw first responders to that location yep. so that when everything kicked off the hot, at the school, it would take them longer to get there. Did it Did it go as planned? No, the bomb literally... I was going to say... The bomb started a small grass fire. It, it malfunctioned. started a small grass fire. <laughs> they weren't so, very competent. The plan, bombs, yeah, the fair. plan already went or was already off to a bad start. And I can't remember what came first, Columbine or Port Arthur, but Port uh, Arthur, he did the same. Port th- Arthur came first. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Port Arthur was in. It was actually literally April twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, there you go. So, so that's what caused Australia to, to ban, ban guns. All their guns. Yeah, rightly so. So Fucking fair I, play. I, I think they knew what he'd done in Port Arthur. I mean, you can't prove it, but he did. He did the same thing. He set up something for the other area. Thirty-five people were killed in that one. Yeah. That's fucked. I was in Tasmania, so it wasn't even actually in Australia. It no, it wasn't. It was in Tasmania, and I fucking I want to cover that one so bad but one day. It's on the list. We got so many on. The yeah, list. we do. Yeah. We do. Give credit to the Australians when they came out with banning guns. They just went and handed them in. Yeah, yeah, they went. They, went they just went. Up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is bollocks. We'll we'll go hand them in. We're, we're gonna unarm our entire society. Maybe with all the COVID restrictions, they regret that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe they regret handing all their guns in. But they did just sit there and go. Yeah, this we don't want this again. We're handing our fucking guns in. You got the outback, the crocodiles, all this shit that like you need to arm Koalas, yourself. they're vicious bastards. And they went, yeah, we're gonna hand in our guns. And I think registered guns you could keep. I think there was a certain. You can. Re- I think you can still get registered licenses, but you can't rifles just have them. And, and registered handguns yeah. and shit. But you can get that in the UK. Yeah. Like, you know, if you, if you want a handgun, in I mean, the you UK, can get it over here. You're not allowed to keep live ammunition at home. Yeah. So there's there's ways around it, but yeah. So yeah, like. Brooks said, Brooks said in interviews he has no idea why he let him go, but he did. So at 11.12, Dylan arrives. He joins Eric and they arm themselves with straps and webbing to conceal what they're carrying. 9mm firearms, shotguns, knife, and bags with extra, extra ammunition and pipe bombs. So they're fucking, they're ready to they're go. They're armed to the teeth at this point. Yeah. At 11.14, it's three miles south is the bomb I was talking about. It was a small bomb, an aerosol, that went off out of the, out of the main construction, so didn't go as, attend- as intended. 11.16, lunchtime. Bomb set to go off a minute later. 488 students in the cafeteria, they're waiting outside. 11.17, no explosion. Bombs didn't, the bombs didn't up. go off. So now, they have to... They have to make a choice, yeah. And at first, they don't enter the building straight away. They kind of, oh, shit. If this all goes tits up and they don't kill anyone and they don't kill themselves, they're going to be in trouble. There's tapes they left at home. There's all sorts of shit, like, you know, like... Well, it's do and die at this point. Like I said, the arrows left the bow. They've got no choice. I I written down the names of the victims, but I probably made, like, fucking spelling errors in their names. I don't want to butcher them. I'm just trying to find them. 
One of the dead, always. Well, the, the problem is, right, and, and this is the thing with the dead, is no one remembers the fucking dead. No one remembers the people that lost their lives, and it's unfortunate because um, we did a whole thing. When, when we spoke about Luca, we made sure to talk about Jin Lin yeah. because, because people remember Luca, they don't remember Jin Lin. It's, uh, yeah. it's fucking cunty, right? And it's the same with this. It's yeah, but the thing is, it's the same with every single mass shooting, oh, or yeah. mass murder. You look even with serial killers. Yeah, no one remembers. You the always remember the perpetrator. You never remember the victims. But these victims only, the, families, only, only the families remember the victims. Boyfriends, girlfriends, this is what friends. I mean, like, like they they had whole lives ahead of them that yep. were taken away. They had fucking futures, man. Uh, and we'll, we'll pour one out to the fucking victims because yeah, hundred you know, percent, man. Okay, so eleven eighteen. Still no sign. There's no explosion. There's nothing. The boys are growing anxious. So, yeah. To be honest, Time right? Time to fucking kick into action. Real, real question out of nowhere, right? What do you reckon's going through their fucking heads right now? Panic. It must be panic, right? It's like, well, they're thinking what the fuck's happened. What went yeah? wrong? Have I we mean, been the, caught? Yeah, they, they, and and have the bombs been found and disposed of? Have they been of? found and been disposed of? Right. I don't know. Oh shit! What's going to happen now? But also determination to. Well, this is what I mean, right? The, the they, they had to fight through that panic to fucking go, nah, fuck it, we're doing Mate, this. Once you've set bombs in a building, like... There's not any further you can go to be yeah, there, Yeah, but they're, they're right? at that point, there's no evidence that they'd done it. They planted the bombs. Yeah, but they didn't know that. No, 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 no of course. Prints, there'd be all sorts of shit. Like, yeah, it, 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 they're going to get caught, right, for this shit. So you might just crack on. Maybe, you know. I, it's, it's hard. I, I've never had a point in my life where I went, you know what? I'm gonna go into a building. I'm gonna fucking shoot a load of people. Like I've never had that. Feeling. No, I've had that feeling when I'm had a drunk, had a drink, and someone's pissed me off, and I'm like, I'll kill that cunt. Yeah, but that's different because you don't mean kill him. You mean I'm gonna punch him, right? You don't mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm like. Oh uh, yeah, we have the slang words that we use these days sound more aggressive than they actually are meant to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I've I've had a moment in the bar where I thought I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna glass this cunt. <laughs> I because there was I I don't know if you guys know too much about it, but there was a guy that grabbed me behind the bar. Or it came behind the bar and grabbed me with another uh, guy. Oh, you told me about it, yeah. yeah. And I, I genuinely thought I was going to kill him. Like... Well, you're defending yourself. This is a different scenario. These yeah. guys are planned to just kill innocent people. And and we will get afterwards what the narrative was, because that's one of my lists of things we want to talk about. But the narrative is they were striking out at bullies and all this stuff. And, I mean, this is something that's been perpetrated. Even now, most people go, yeah, but they were bullied, they were this, right? And well, it's... when we were originally discussing the idea of doing this episode... And Jake was here, and he, we he wanted his and, and, and he and he literally said he, the, the first thing he brought up is like oh, yeah because they were bullied. He said they were bullied. That's and that's why, why he wanted and in. They, and, and they blame video games and stuff like that, which is why he wanted in originally on this. Which, but, is, like, which is true. They did blame that stuff, but the yeah, bully angle was not it's not true. Even Bowling for Columbine is full of that. It's full of they were they were down and out bullied kids, and it's just not true. But we'll, we'll get into that afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Right. So eleven nineteen, it's game time. The west entrance to the cafeteria. The boys walk across. They see 17-year-old Rachel Scott having lunch with her friend Richard. Now, I'm going to butcher some names, and I apologize, but I just can't remember how they're pronounced, and I've spelt them probably wrong. Yeah. So, uh, with lunch with Re Richard Castellado. Dylan walks by, throwing a pipe bomb in their direction, but it doesn't go off. Just It malfunctions, and smoke just pops out. Man, they out. fucked their shit up. So, <laughs> at this point, because they're seniors, then they're getting close to finishing the year. They, this is like it seems to be a common tradition Haze, that they're hazing and, and yeah. pranks. Oh, I so, see. So they try so to make. So she it... think they think it's a senior prank, until Dylan and Eric open fire. And she's the first to get. 
Rachel is struck four times. Fuck. And dies instantly as one of the bullets enters her temple. It doesn't say what what caliber the bullet was, right? It doesn't say what gun. It just says okay. that she's shot. I'm, I'm assuming it's a Tech Nine if the, she's been hit four I think times. The Tech Nine is the one they use the most. But well, right. when they enter, they change to the. Richard was shot eight times in the chest. That's got to be a spray. Yeah. Chest, abs, and arm. He survives. But it's paralysed from the chest down, and still, and it's obviously still is to this day. He's had several interviews and stuff That's like that. Fucked, you know, yeah. he's having lunch one minute, the next minute he's fucking on the floor bleeding out, and and his friend is dead. Um, next, they literally move on to the staircase, which is on the outside, and they open fire at um, at students. Fifteen-year-old Daniel Rambo is shot and killed, and students are still caught unawares. Literally, no one has an idea what's going on. They still think it's a prank at this point. Like, one of the guys mentions he thinks it's a paintball gun. They're on, they don't know what the fuck's going on. They think it's a paintball gun. So, I don't know if you looked at any of the footage, but I watched a three-hour... Of the, um, the surveillance camera. Surveillance camera footage. And because it, it starts, like, about 20 minutes beforehand. Literally, they, they, you can see. It's hard to quantify how many people were in that fucking place when it happens but when you see it with your own eyes and you see you can't move it's like being at a gig and everyone's around you that's what that canteen looked like as they were coming Mate. down the stairs to oh, go I saw in that. There, I've, seen right? that. I've seen that footage yeah it's fucking and, and, and then you see them walk in but at first a lot of them are like just looking around because um, well you're in the distance so they're outside so when the doors are closed and windows are shut it just sounds like it could, it, it, it could sound like fireworks are going off. Mate, it's a fucking miracle that pop, only pop, pop. 15 people went. So, yeah, Daniel Rambo is shot and killed. Uh, he's literally he's with two other students, Sean Graves and Lance Kirkland. They're both wounded. They move west and open fire on five students. Three run to run run and escape. Michael Johnson was shot in the face, leg, and arm, but he managed to escape. Mark Taylor was forced to fall to the ground and play dead after he was hit. So he literally faked that okay. he was dead. We, we need to give this man a fucking medal. Like, he got shot in the face and he survived. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So, 11.20. In the cafeteria, students are unaware of what's happening. They hear, they hear noises, but they're unsure. Dave Saunders, 47, who teaches business and computers... Had a wife, four kids, and five grandchildren, and worked at the school for 25 years. Shit. He recognised the signs of like the noise. So he starts trying to usher kids under the tables, and under out the tables, of the room. and out of the doors, away from where the sounds are coming from. He's one of the heroes of the story. He is yeah, a hero. We yeah. jump back outside. Lance Kirkland is calling for help as he has been shot. Dylan goes up to Lance and says, "I'll help you," and shoots him in the face. Fuck. Lance survived. What the fuck? Is that, is that point blank? Yeah, within close range. Fucking hell. Uh, Sean Graves is paralysed from the waist down, but he covers himself in blood and plays dead, which saved his life. Dylan, fuck. Dylan walks over him and murmurs, sorry, dude, as he steps over him, thinking he'd killed him. Dylan then enters the cafeteria, looks around, probably to see what went wrong with his propane tanks, and then literally walks back out again. Doesn't fire a shot. Just literally walks straight back Holy out again. Sh- Holy fucking shit. While Dylan is checking the cafeteria, Eric shoots 17-year-old Anne-Marie Hotchletter. Yep. As she tries to escape. 
doesn't say anything more than that. It just says that he shot he shot her. So she got she so got no, she got hit. Yeah. They then they then uh, when they meet back up again, they then start taking shots at people in the football field, but they don't hit anybody because it's a long range. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah, the fucking they pro- they they clearly don't have any training on what's going on here. They're not gonna fucking hit those shots, right? Yeah, yeah. They just so, well, and, and you take trying to shoot a sh- like for a shotgun for instance. At, like, yeah, just, you're not gonna it. hit nothing. You're not gonna get shit from that. Yeah. So at this time, um, art teacher Paddy Nielsen is inside the school and was walking with Brian Anderson towards the west entrance that they'd heard noises. Yeah. As they reach the door, Brian goes to open the door and the boys literally shoot out the windows in the door and they run away. They're hit with mild, like, cuts and everything Trapnel from, from, from glass. Shit like that, yeah, glass. From the glass. Okay. At this time, the campus security guard then, he's, uh, his name is Neil Gardner, he gets the call saying, like, there's a woman down in the, in the, um, on the west entrance. Yeah, uh, that's at eleven twenty-two. Uh, eleven twenty-three. He's he gets a call again saying that there's shit going down in the parking lot. At eleven twenty-four. He hears another call that there's a shooter. Just as he's just as he gets this call, he sees Eric, and Eric opens fi- opens fire, and they literally have a bit of a firefight, like exchanging shots, but no one gets hit. Fuck. At this point, they started at eleven nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, we are at 11.24, so five minutes in, yeah? Eric has has, uh, has opened fire 70, uh, 47 times. Dylan, only five. The weird thing is, right, and the narrative that got spun a, a lot on the internet was that Dylan was the aggressor, was always brought up. But he wasn't. And it, and it was Eric the whole time. And... and, and I think it boils down to the fact that Dylan was uglier. Do, do you know what? Like, I think that when people see him and they hear the longer, wavier hair, and he had a big nose, big fucking chin, and they went, oh, he's the evil one of the two. And now they were both evil. What they did was evil. <laughs> he's oh, the absolutely. Jew. I want to fucking preface this. They're both fucking monsters, right? Yeah, of course. You've got, you've got five fucking minutes of them opening fire. Sure, one of them opened fire and a little bit less. Done, they've right? done a lot of damage in five minutes. Not only that, but those fuckers literally went up to a guy, shot him in the face. Yeah, that's not the only time no they do that. No fucking remorse. Dude, it's not the only time it's they do that. It's not the only time no, they No, well, this that. is what I mean, right? And then there is remorse in time, and we'll get to it. And they let, because they, they, they sit there and go, well, didn't, he goes, Dylan, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, shooting people? Yeah, we'll get to that. And then, yeah. Yeah, but, but, fucking... like, but it's, we- it's weird. So, after this, after the, the brief shootout with Neil, they fucking venture off. To what into either they go into the school, I didn't make a note of that. They go into the school, they're still walking around the premises. Um, Stephanie Munson is shot in the ankle, but she survives because she's just fair play. I mean, ankle shot, right? As they're walking, they are literally just tossing their pipe bombs all over the place. Don't do shit, don't give a fuck. They're just literally just sending them off. Yeah, the, the, and, but these pipe bombs are shit, they're not really they're not doing shit, doing damage. Nah, they just you've got the footage of the dude diving out of the way of the pipe yeah. bomb, right? On the uh. I think he might be one of the teachers. He's like leaping across the fucking. You can literally, you can, you can go and look it up. They throw the footage, it, in the library. Out the way of it. In the library, they throw one, and someone else grabs it and throws it out the window. I mean, you got. Hey, fair play to these fucking guys, right? You got to bear in mind these fuckers tried to save other people, or they reacted quick enough to if that shit went off. This stuff happens. It happened with 9/11. The country tried to rush them, right? Like. Like they died, but they were like, "No, fuck it, I'm rushing these cunts. If they shoot me, they." Well, there was that flight. There was the flight that went down in the field. Because the people fucking flight ninety ninety four or something like that. I can't remember the name of it now. But they made a film on it and everything. Because the people on the plane 
a couple of lads on the plane, a couple of geezers on the plane went, they got knives. They got box cutters. They got knives. That's fuck all. Fuck you. Yeah. And they got up and they rushed them. Fair fucking play. So as they, as they, yeah, the boys are fucking throwing little explosive. Paddy and Brian, who were brought up a little earlier, they enter the library. As they're doing this, uh, the teacher tells everybody to hide and she calls 911. Now there's audio on this. You can yeah. hear that. Yeah, you, you, you can table kids under the table. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's there's a student. Yeah. They t- she at the point she just says there's a student, so they don't know. They don't they, realize. She assumes it's two, a student, yeah. but there's someone with a gun, and they are literally opening fire. And you hear a couple of shots in the background, I think. And she's like, "Kids, get under the table! Get under the table!" You know, and she's trying to look. She's like, "Yeah, trying to fucking figure yeah. what the fuck's so going on." So people question this. I saw it a lot online. Telling them to get under the table, they're sitting ducks, right? Is what people question. You tell them to get under the table because if they look through the window, you can't see them. You might not fucking. You might go classrooms empty. Yep. And move on, and that's why she was doing it. And it's hard to criticize her because she's trying to protect people. Fuck. Well, she's teacher. She's she's teacher. That's what she wants. That's what she's trying to do. And she put them above her in that moment. That's a pure. That's a real teacher. Yeah. That teacher's gone. Listen, if I'm sat here and they shoot me because they see me. I've protected them because yeah. they think the classroom's only got me in it. There were people trying to tent after they'd moved on. There, there was students trying to drag other students out of the yeah. out of the room. There were people trying to tend wounds. There weren't just people trying to run away. Now there was a lot of people running away. Oh, absolutely. But, but there was also people going, "I need to do something." And there were teachers, security guards, people like that hunting for them. Yeah. But like, I need to try and stop them. Unfortunately, they couldn't. Right. Imagine if you had a group of ten people doing that. It would have sorted it. You can't tele- telepathy with everyone no, who wants you, to do you, something. You've got to hope if that there's people who do it. If you could work as a unit, yeah, you're stopping them. Straight yeah. away, you're stopping them. We saw it in London with the guy running and he was stabbing people in and they were chasing him down the street and were beating him with sticks and shit. Because they... No, I think he had a gun. I can't remember if he had a gun or not, but he, he committed a crime in London. And it's only about five years ago. And they chased him down the fucking street. Oh, no, he was on them a lot. He didn't have a gun. He didn't have they a gun. They were like, fuck this cunt, we're going to do him. But that can't always happen. No. And... It's all about mindset. If you and don't... And these are kids. Uh, so, yeah, right. So we get to 11.26... The police presence is growing outside. You know they've. Oh, you know, the, the, right. uh, Brooks Brooks made the call when he first had a couple of shots, so they're there now. Um, they're getting the injured uh, outside. They're getting treatment. Eric opens fire again on Neil Gardner and the police, who open fire in return. Yeah, fucking right. Eric and Dylan see students and um, Dave Sanders uh, wandering down the hall. Uh, no, sorry, see students and then they see Dave Sanders wandering down the hall with the students for like just trying to get everybody out yeah yeah you know, trying to get, get them home. clear yeah um the boys see him and they shoot him in the back and the neck fuck the students manage to escape but dave takes the fucking brunt of their of their shots this is the security guy right no this is the teacher oh that's the teacher this is the, this is the teacher yeah so basically uh, at this point for five five six seven minutes he's all been, he has been doing is getting people he's out getting, getting people everybody out, out finding hero, literally man. looking for students to get them out Man deserves a fucking medal. He gets himself to the science room and there are students in there and a teacher t- hiding out in there and they try their best to, to keep him alive. But, but yeah. No, he, I mean, do- he succumbs to his injuries. Yeah. But the thing that... There was a thing that uh, was criticised by him. Um, like, a student calls an ambulance and like paramedics to come and fucking help him. But the police do not enter the building till... I, about two hours yeah, after the shooting ended. I, w- I would like to say that that is very fucking weird as a police protocol for it's, America. It's not, unfortunately. It's not. They don't no, no, want no. to enter an active shooting. This, is, back this then, is what I mean. Back then, I believe a small town police force would not 
equipped to deal with what they consider yeah, but what they could consider multiple shooters. No, that's fair, but fucking they don't know there's only two. They might think there's twenty, right? right. Yeah. They don't know. I get that, but hear me out, right? You got a small police force that is dedicated to fucking protecting the populace. They right. probably never had a shooting in the town before. They probably haven't, but that they've dedicated their fucking oaths to go in and help people when they can. They've had the training, so on, so on, right. And I get it. Yeah, you want to have cohesion. Well, they worry about hostages. They worry about all yeah, sorts of shit. Like, it's clear that these fuckers are just gunning people. They don't know that. Well, they can hear it. They've been there for two hours. You can assume they're fucking, they're hearing all these shots going off. Well, no, because it wasn't that long. It wasn't even two hours long. I mean, like, these guys were dead for well over an hour and a half by the time the police went into yeah, the no, building. Sure, but then they've also got fucking... They've got fucking, you, you know, call in. You'd be lucky they turn up. Well, yeah, of course. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like the... Oh, unless, of course, you're talking about drugs and then they'll fucking oh, raid yeah, your shit yeah, at, like, yeah, four yeah, in the morning. Someone's smoking a, a joint in the garden. Oh, yeah. shit, game over, that, mate. Yeah. You're, you're getting done for that. Fucking hell. If you're a paedophile and you've raped ten kids, they might not turn up for two weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, they might turn up next fucking year, but who knows. But um, um, No, but the thing with it is, right, police protocol, I don't know what the protocol is. I've seen enough of it over time that it takes them... They get, they can't make decisions for themselves. They've got to wait for someone to they tell need, them... They need approval, yes. They need approval, they yes. need approval for, for certain things. Now, when it's just a one-on-one situation and someone's firing at the police and the police are there, yeah, they just open fire. When the police see an armed person in the street and there's a, like something going on, they will just shoot them. But when it comes to a building and entering a building that could be booby-trapped, a building that could be more than more than two, three people, where there could be hosti- hostages yeah, and they I need mean- to know the details... Unfortunately, they can't just storm it. In this case, if they had just stormed it, would it have ended in more people dead? Would there have been people in crossfire? Would there have been would there have been a hostage situation? Would there have been a standoff where people died? You you don't know. Well, we don't know. It's all for it, but two hours is a bit much. It's it's all hindsight, right? And the reality is, is like if if it happened anywhere over here, motherfucker, those motherfuckers would kick door in. They would have kicked no, the door in. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I'm uh, sorry, but was... the police over here, despite no, no, having armed not, training, not wouldn't here. know what the no, fuck no, no. to do. No, 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 not here. What I'm saying is the UK. If there's oh. a gunner, no. if there's well, someone my, with my a gun... Mate, he listens to this. My mate is a um, an armed police officer, right? And he does sniper duty and all this stuff. And he said when they were doing these riots in the UK, where they're burning buildings, the Black Lives Matter riots, yeah. pulling statues down, they can see people getting beaten up. They can see some stabbings going on. They were told not to do anything. Why, though? They're literally being hired to protect the public, and yet they won't do it. But the problem can be that you can intervene and the and the and it can escalate even further so you've got motherfuckers are running out fucking 100 rounds of ammunition down corridors and they're thinking yeah it's gonna get worse the fucking what's that it's like a war zone at that point well, okay if the police go in put yourself and they in the start same opening position fire, the I, no don't get me wrong i can't i can't fucking tread on their fucking their experiences because i've never been in a fucking war zone and i've never been in a firefight but what I'm saying is, if someone's actively signed up to protect the fucking, they still have the to public, follow orders. So if the orders don't come, I get that. They don't... I get that. But is that just negligence on the police? Because um, that sounds a hell of a lot like negligence I to think, me. I think it's just fucking protocol, maybe. But then, would you argue for some of these protocols to be lifted? Because we've seen what happens when the police do shit like George Floyd, or you know what I mean? Like, like it was that protocol though. Well, the George That's Floyd the thing wasn't protocol, no. Exactly. Well, the George Floyd thing was that that knee isn't illegal, 
it's actually taught to the police, which is fucking insane. And when you get a crowd of people surround you going, get off him, get off him, and they're getting angry, what do the police do? They fucking panic. And they just go, we ain't moving, because if they attack us, and if they're fucking they try, they, they try to show their authority by standing their ground. Yeah, fuck you. Back away. They, back I, away. Am the, I, am the, I am the law. Mate, yeah, this they, is, they do get right. like that, right? So, and then a fucking dude, not an innocent dude, but right. a dude dies, right? Yeah, no, no, I get you. So playing on that same fucking factor, and it's all that level of kind of bravado, they won't fucking run into a fucking firefight where they could actually save but some fucking lives. But then even with that, they're not running in. Right? They've arrested someone. He's struggling. They've got him on the ground. The dickhead's leaning on him. People come around with their cameras out filming and they go, fuck you, we're not moving. And that's and, and a guy dies. What we're talking about is they turn up to a live active shooting. They need to build a perimeter. They need to get evacuees out. They, they need, need to find out what's going they on. They need to know what's going on. They need to know how many and there are. Now, you imagine 500 plus students come running out you're not going to get a solid story no, out of, of any of them. No, I get that. You I don't. Get that. You don't one know. Of those students might be one of the shooters. For you don't know if there's one student yeah, or no, there. You, you well, fair. at the point, you don't know if it's a student. It's just some random guy who's gone in. You don't know if it's a fucking team of yeah. people. You have no did idea. It, did it say when the fucking police actually arrived on the scene? Is it? Uh, it's, around, it's, it's literally around around 11 25 11 26 so, so fucking so it was very six quick six minutes six minutes after the active shooting yeah. you've got responders that are getting fucking shit going you'd imagine that you imagine right? that it's as brooks is leaving he hears the first shot at rachel and he runs off to and he literally goes to the nearest house and calls the police straight there and then right so you imagine i don't know how big littleton is it's not big. It's not. Uh, it's but not you, imagine, big you imagine it wouldn't take police very long to no, get there. It's like it's almost an instant response, right? So, so yeah, you can imagine they'd be there within two or three minutes. Yeah. So you've got you've got the fucking first responders who are phoning into the police, going, "Look, get there, fucking." And shooting. Remember that that call from Brooke is your oh, at the minute. That's your only that's source your of only information. Of call. No, I get that. So you're like, "What's the information? What's going on?" So there is a little delay there, and then all of well, a sudden you get loads of other responses well, get, coming I in. Think you get two other calls. Two is other that really you get the, you get, you, you get the teacher. And you get the you get the um, teacher in the library, and you get someone else. I can't remember who the other one he, is. The security guard watching oh, the whole oh, security guard calls it in. He's watching it on the fucking screen. Yeah, then he shoot. Then he goes down there, and that's when Eric opened fires on it. So yeah, you think that's three calls in the Fair, space okay, of like right. a, a minute or two, and then they take about three minutes. So five minutes after the shooting starts, they're there. How sad but is they that? Don't, eh? But they don't know what's happening. No, of course, of course. And they're also probably in this... No, they're probably not trained to deal with, like, massive open fire hostage situations. No. They're a small little town. Police training is shit anyway, like, just yeah, generally, really. right? Like, it's not very good. We can see it with... What? It's like Police Academy. Don't fucking... Like don't, right, I hate... Like, this, this is a hot take, right? Don't hand someone that doesn't know any fucking training properly a gun. But they go for a training course for, like, six yeah, but, months, and then that's uh, the end of it. You've just said it yourself. Their fucking training is shit. How it should work is they should constantly be training. The entire way through their careers should be training. They should and be updating and, and updating fucking and making sure. And listen, maybe that's police reform that needs to happen across the globe. But they go through their training course and it might make five years before they ever have to pull their gun again. Well, you'd hope they wouldn't have to fucking pull their gun at all if they had this you is know, this proper is gun safety no, no laws. Offense, no offense to anybody, this is in America we're talking about. Yeah, right. so they're going to have to pull their gun. But... It's stupid America. Yes, but no, you've it's also, stupid. No, 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 you've also got to understand I get that you, majority yeah. of this, the, the, the majority of police forces are understaffed. Yeah. Okay. So you need yeah. to literally. And then have... you've got all these cunts running around saying defund the police. You got. So you've got to literally. Yeah. You've got to literally, basically, just pr- quit fast track these people through 
training. So in order to, keep I'm not. The numbers, my mate, my mate. Yeah. I've asked my mates this in the past in America, and I can't remember the fuck. I haven't got time to shift through the messages and find it. Their training's supposed to be two years. It's supposed to be a two-year worth of, worth of training. But they're all yeah. coming out after six months. Some of them are coming That's out after six crazy. months because they need the staff. Because they haven't got enough cops. So, you know, these guys are learning on the job, which obviously doesn't the pro- help. The problem no. is, with the, way, with the wave of violence and issues that came after George Floyd, police are handing their badges in. They're going, I quit. They don't feel safe anymore. They don't feel safe. It's a budget uh, To be thing. fair, it's all hindsight. I'm, I'm criticising not knowing what the situations are, but the reality is if I feel... Put yourself in that situation. Yeah, exactly. You've got right. your uniform on, you've done two years of training, you're in a small town, you've never had to use your gun, yeah. you turn up there, all the other cops are up there, you've got fucking people bleeding out all over you, you've got guns firing you've off You've never in the seen background. anything in your fucking you've life. You've got fucking teenagers you running at you, screaming and crying. Yourself. You would shit yourself. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But, and you're waiting yeah. for someone to give you the information. You're waiting. You you're just waiting. want anything. But you just want always, a call. Always, it's always. You know, there's a lot of like. Only, I've only listened to four podcasts now because there's so fucking many. One of them I said to Sam. I literally. Most of them are shit. I listened, I listened, I listened, we do a better I listened, job. I listened to it for ten minutes. There was one called. Fuck. What are they called? I don't talk to strangers. The podcast was called. Yeah, it was two scouse birds drinking wine. Oh for fuck's sake! Literally now. I'm a Liverpool supporter. Have been since I was six years old. But that fucking Scouse accent, mate, it fucking grates on you very quickly. Especially yeah, when you introduce it. alcohol. Yeah, man. It, it, yeah. It's, you know, it's hard enough to understand some Scousers when they're sober. It's like listen, it's like it's hard enough for our listeners to listen to us. Cunts yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, especially, especially towards the end of fucking the simulation mate, theory. You were gone. You were gone. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a point a, in it where you say something, and I'm like, yes, yeah, Scott. I don't understand a word you just no. said. And you were like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we had a, well, look, look at the bottle, Tian. You can see. Yeah. See that bottle? Yeah. That was full. That, that was well, full when that we was started full the last episode. Mate, you released the Kraken, that's for oh, sure, baby. mate. Fucking hell. No, I didn't get my cock out. The worst thing is, you only went through fucking three cans of Coke. Well. I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking, Jesus Christ, Yeah, Scott. buddy. Fucking, Sorry. um... Yeah. Okay, so, right, we'll jump on to um, 11.29. Now, this is where the fucking meet of, uh, like, the... This is where the fucking... The, the kill count fucking escalates. Yeah. So this is when they, this is when the boys enter the library. Now in the library, I don't, I'm not, I th- I've seen the plans um, online of how the school that area was designed. Like the library's massive. Yeah, yeah. So in that library, there are 52 students, two teachers, and two librarians hiding in this library. Fuck. Right. That's a lot of fucking concentrated there. So they go through the door, and the boys as as they go, and the boys shout. Any everyone with a white cap, stand up. Which were the football player? The, Which the was anybody involved in sports? The jocks. Oh shit! W- All right. It's traditional in the school to wear white caps, so basically they wanted the jocks up. So there's literally people under the tables just fucking taking their hats off and fucking hiding them away. Eric was a jock himself. A bit of one, yeah. Because he was he he played on the is it a soccer team? I don't for, know for a while, and then know. obviously they elected into bowling. But apparently he was in with the jocks, and he had the white cap himself at home. When I was doing the research, he was in with them. Really? We can't tell what their intentions are at that point. Like we, in our mind, they're going to shoot anyone with a white cap on. But like you said, they all took the fucking hats and fucking slung the country. This is where the idea that they were bullied gets thrown out, yeah. because their kills yeah. are random. It's whoever's there. There's a shooting good chance at. they could have said anyone with a white oh, cap stand up, leave. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Honestly, know. the thing is, like, when I look at this, I, I've done a bit of research on it. I, I watched a couple of things over the last couple of days. 
it it seems like a child has planned this out. It seems like a child has gone, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 because that's the plan. I mean, but they, they as are. A, as a kid, well, they obviously, are, obviously you know? they are children. But what I'm saying is, as a kid, you don't plan for shit to go wrong. So they've gone, fuck, something's gone wrong. And they've gone, well, fuck it, we'll just shoot them down. Who cares? There, there's high school photos, right? I've seen um, the high yeah, I've seen the high school. Them together as a whole yep. class and shit yep. and and you see Eric and Dylan arms round people laughing, joke and you're like and this is like the stage all set on the It's just like button. an it's like and, a normal school it's photo. Like, it's like How can you how can these you be were like their, these were their friends? They were their friends, right? Yeah. Or at and, least likable. They were likable people. Oh, well, we said that earlier. Yeah, like, they, no, they, obviously, and that's what I mean. Like, this isn't like they're trying to spin some story that they're fucking lying. They're shooting people they know. The whole sorry dude thing is because he fucking knew who he just shot. This is... Do, do you know what I mean? I, it's hard to, get, to, to motive it, right? Dylan, it's easy because of the suicide thing, and he barely fucking shot anyone, right? And, and a well, lot of it, I don't know. He got his this kill well, count he, went he, up he, and he, in the library. Once he gets to the library, things change. But before the library, he's almost like shooting anywhere. Eric is literally mowing comes down. Let me guess, fucking out of, out of curiosity, because I haven't heard this scenario. Let me guess, fucking Eric's goes up, and the other ones goes d- just slims down a bit. Or not uh, slims no, down, no, Dylan but Dylan starts to match up with Eric by this point. It's, but what I'm saying is he they, he, the, they know they 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 know at this point, yeah. And I don't want to spoil the ending. They know this is the end at this point, right? They they know they've they've come done to, what they've, they've done. They've come to the crescendo, yeah. And all the people they've shot, they assume are dead as well. Of course, so there's like twenty odd people behind them that they think. Well, because they're young. They don't know how guns work. They don't understand right, what they training they does. Work, right. But, in total, in total fatalities, Eric's is got a kill count of eight. Yeah, so it's even. It's basically even. Dylan has got five. Okay. Okay. So they enter the library. They do the caps thing. No one, no one stands up. Obviously, of course they don't. They don't want to make. They don't want to make themselves. Known. But fortunately, uh, along the northern to southern wall, where the computers are, there is a disabled student called Kyle Velasquez, who is literally in his chair. But he's got his back turned. I'm not sure he's got headphones on or it's just whatever his disability is. He can't turn around. And, uh, yeah, Dylan goes up, fucking pops him in the back in the, uh, the back of the head and in his back kills him instantly. Dylan just drops him there and then. What was his name again? Uh, Carl Velasquez. God bless you, man. Jesus. You, you had the easiest he to be was, fair. Was I didn't, I didn't, get, I didn't get his age. That's weird. Uh, he, he was he oblivious. Was, to... He was 16. Fuck. Yeah, he was sat in a chair near the middle of the north computer table in the library. And Dylan just went fucking popped him one. But Fuck, it's man. weird to notice that he shoots the guy he can't see his face, right? I gotta say, fucking, he got it off light. Like not to, well, not he didn't to get fucking. Off, like he's dead. No, he's dead. He's dead. But what I'm saying is, he didn't have to see the horrors of it all. He just fucking he went peacefully. He got popped in the back of the head. I mean, that is. If you're going to get shot, in the back of the head's probably the way to go. Oh, especially, especially sure. if you don't know it's going to... Especially, you don't know it's especially you don't know when it's coming, yeah. If you're sitting there, you're disabled, you're spazzed out, your headphones are on. To be fair... I'm assuming headphones are on because he's literally sat on a chair and he shot him in the back of the head. Yeah. So it's you, literally so just you a assume, simple... You assume he, he, he didn't know what the hell was going on and he probably might have had headphones on while Yeah, he was probably just doing stuff, right? Yeah, who knows. Uh, so, yeah, the boys... The boys... <laughs> The boys, the boys reload and they literally just go about popping random they shots fucking, around the wait, library. Hold the fuck on, they reload while everyone's in there and yeah. no one thinks to themselves, "Fuck it, this is a chance." No, because they're too fucking they're scared. Tables, shitting and pissing themselves. They, to be fair, back then scared. it was different. It was different. You couldn't. It would really... be like that now. 
If you are literally in a room and there's two guys with fucking guns and you are hiding, you are not fucking moving. You've got three choices. Run, hide, or, or fight. fight. I feel like out of the... the 10, 99% of people are pussies as No, I know, I know. I'm not calling these people pussies. I'm saying 99% of people... Fight or flight, it's flight. Probably us as well. If, we, if, we, if, if you're pointing that, if someone, like, you know, if someone I'd come, rather go out fighting than fucking doing nothing. Yeah, but it's all easy to say that until you're in that no, situation. I get that. I get that. I can think in my head of two times where a knife has been used. One time, I foolishly, well, I was alright, attacked the guy. The other time, I legged it. So, yeah. like, that's two times I've that's been in two a situation. Times where you've been fucked. Yeah. And both choices, I made both choices. Yeah, right? yeah. There's a 50-50 on it. I remember this guy, he had a crack pipe, and he was on a bus, and he was harassing a girl, right? Trying to grab at her. And I was like, no, fuck this. I didn't know he was armed at the point. You're not, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Well, so I walked over to him, and I was like, what are you fucking doing? What are you doing? And I wasn't trying to attack him, I was being polite right i was like what are you fucking what are you doing what are you doing tonight mate what, what's going on i could see he was out of his money he had a crack pipe in his hand yeah right and he was like oh, i'm trying to get my fucking dick sucked and i'm not this and i was like yeah okay i said i said well where, where are you going to do that and he was going to her trying to grab it and i said like, no, 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 that's got to be a brothel or something around i'm trying to talk him down yeah and um he says something about elton john Right, and I don't he know wants why. to get his dick sucked by Elton John. I'm okay with that. He says something about listening to Elton John or whatever, so I'm going Rocket Man, and I'm like trying to fucking keep him busy, hype him up, right? Yeah, distract. And he's singing along, and he's going, "You're my mate, you're my mate." He puts his arm around me, and he just pulls the fucking blade out, and he's like, "You're my mate." And he's poking me with it, and um, I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh fuck!" Well, now so, you've sorted yourself into it. Yeah. So I, I say to him. Hey, let's stand up and have a dance. Let's clap and have a dance like that. He gets up, he's dancing, he's holding a knife, he's got his crap pipe in the other hand. The bus is moving, and I just press the bell, right? Yeah. He's like, it's your stop, it's your stop. I say, it's my stop, it's my stop. Press the bell, door opens, and I just boot the cunt, clean out the fucking bus. As hard as I fucking can. Just boot him. Straight out the fucking... He, he's off his nut, right? He's, he's high as fuck. He falls to the floor, he's fucking all over the place, he's scrambling, the door closes, the bus driver drives on, and then suddenly... There's a fucking round yeah. of applause on the bus, right? Yeah. And that girl's hugging me. She's clinging. She's, thank you so fucking much. And I'm like, what the fuck else could I do? But there was another time I was at a party and two guys stormed in. And they were smashing bottles and trying to stab people. And I just left. I was like, yep, different, this, di I'm out. Different, like, different environment both yeah. times. Yeah, yeah of course. It was, both, of course. it was different both times. But both times I've been in a situation where I've legged it and I've done something. Yeah. You don't always know how to react. Yeah. And now that's just with a knife. So that's close combat. No, I get you. Now, these guys you. got ranged weapons, man. Exactly. That's big fucking damage. You, we got to bear in mind as well at school, like kids have futures and they think about that before kids they make don't, a choice. Aren't equipped. They're not. I was an adult, right? Yeah. These are children. Yeah. They're, no, they, I get they're that. aged between fourteen to eighteen. I get that. I get that. So, like, when I look at it from my perspective and I go, well, "Fuck it, I'd risk it." Like, it's not the same as a kid where they've got, you know, barely any time under their belts and they have a lot of fucking shit on them. If it, once you've been in a couple of fights and you, you kind of know it around yourself, yeah, there's a bit right? of confidence there. They ain't got that. Yeah, right? no, that's They've fair. not got none of that. I, I don't blame them then. Fair. It was just me speaking out of time. And the world is full of fucking dead heroes, Tian. The world is full of I'd dead... I'd rather be a dead hero. Or, or dead wannabe heroes. I would rather be a dead hero now. Honestly, if I were to think of it from now. Rather than just a victim. So, right... The guys reload, and they walk around between the rows of tables, just popping off random shots at, at like walls and books. 
and literally they're enjoying themselves. They are going, woo! They're just yeah. enjoying it, mate, right? At this time, they fucking open fire through the windows of the police down below. Just trading shots with them, just for shits and giggles. It's the bravado. The bravado's hit them. Oh, well, got fuck no. They're high now. They're on the high of it. Oh, yep. adrenaline's yeah. fucking pulping, This mate. is like, this is the crescendo of everything. They're, they're fucking up their max. They know max. it's over also at this point. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. So, Dylan st- uh, walks over to a table, knowing there's students underneath, and literally just puts the gun and pulls the trigger. Doesn't even look. Doesn't even look. He injures three, three pe- the three people under the table. Patrick Garland... Daniel Steepleton, and I'm going to butcher this name. I spelled it wrong. Um, Mikai Hall. Uh, yeah, they all survived. Just injuries. God you bless, know, man. I wish them all the best. Eric goes over to a table, drops to one knee, and shoots. Underneath, under that table is 14-year-old Stephen Curnow. Mate, they don't even know these people, do they? Let's be honest. Uh, this is this just point, randos. At this point, it's random. Yeah. It's random people. Kerno, Kerno is literally is he takes shots in the, uh, he gets in the sh- hit in the shoulder and the neck, which nicks an artery and he bleeds out. Yeah, he's the youngest. Fucking waste of life. He's man. the youngest. He is, he's mate. the youngest victim of the of the shooting. That's that's the hardest part about it. You want to see a human reason to them doing it, but you just all you see is monster when you hear that shit. There oh, is, there sorry. Isn't one, right? and a sorry, lot of my bad. It was uh, Kerno wasn't the one that had the artery neck. It's the guy after. He just literally. Oh shit! Just, that he, was just collateral. He just took shot. a shot in the neck. No, he just took a shot in the neck and died. It was, sorry. He moves over to the next desk and shoots seventeen-year-old Casey uh, Rossinger. Through the shoulder and the neck, which hits an artery, and then Casey bleeds out. Bro, and like... Eric walks over to Casey gets shot in the shoulder, and she's moaning. As she's as she's bleeding out, Eric walks over to her, sees her, and goes, "Quit your bitching." Pop. Literally, no, he doesn't shoot. He just literally doesn't leaves, shoot just, he, he literally just says, "Quit your bitching," and leaves her. That's fucking weird, though. He, he just he just continues. It's so on. inconsistent. Everything about it's inconsistent, right? And this is what I was saying on the radio show about the Buffalo shooting. The guy who did the Buffalo shooting is inconsistent as fuck. Like his ramblings that he put online is inconsistent. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't all add up. Even the people he shot at that thing, the first woman he shot was a God white girl, but he's meant to be there as a racist dude, but he shot a fucking white chick straight. Yeah. Like, and then he lets another white guy go later on. None of it makes sense. Columbine's very similar. There's no target other than we shoot who we they shoot. They just want to shoot, yeah. We shoot whoever we shoot. But it's weird, like, if that was the mentality, then why'd they fuck? But you get some motherfucker that's lying on the ground and he's clearly already been shot, they just fucking pop him in the head, man survives. This motherfucker, they go, quit your bitching, walk away. Yep. He then walks over to another table where two students are hiding, slaps the surface of the desk two times, drops to the knee, and just goes, peekaboo. Oh, he's playing games. And then Fuck. he opens fire and on 17-year-old Casey Burno, that's the one, killing her instantly. Oh, nah, fuck, you know what, like, I've Eric made my decision was, here. Eric was cocky with, with the way he did it, and he literally shot, he wasn't holding with both hands, he literally shot with one arm, with one hand, Yep. and the recall caused the gun to go up, and fucking, apparently it broke his nose. He, Good. Did, he did break his nose at this point. The other thing they have with the weapons as well, which I'll mention, is that when they found them, all their hands were burnt. Really? Yeah, so their hands were burnt up. Because some of the weapons they use weren't taken care of properly. So they're walking around in physical pain. They're still doing it. 
They're Adre- not Adre- oh, adrenaline, adrenaline's see going adrenaline. on by that point. Ha- yeah, well, yeah, well, you can see the way he's acting, peekaboo, the cockiness that's coming out of him. Yeah. The adrenaline is fully taking him over. We've all been there where you've been in a fight and afterwards you're like, yeah, fuck me! And, you and then you like realise you're fucked somehow. Like, you've got, you busted something. Yeah, yeah, you right? realise afterwards. But yeah. in that moment, you're like, fuck that motherfucker, yeah. I fucked him up, I fought him. Like, I had a point where I got into a fight with some guy and I legged it and I got on the tube. And I, I remember, right, running down the station to the tube trying to get away because I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. He started the fight. I just hurt him. Once I got down the tube, I remember running down the tube going, woohoo! Like, like, because the fucking adrenaline had just taken me. Yeah, yeah. Completely and utterly taken yeah. me. And and that's over someone who attacked me and I got the better of them. Yeah. But I don't want to get arrested. Yeah. And I didn't get arrested. And these guys are murdered. Yeah. Like, I get you. It's I, the same thing. It's the same chemical. Th- well, there must be a... Because it sounds like fucking glorifying them. There must be a level of adrenaline that goes through you from committing murder, right? That that runs through you. It's not anything any of us can it's, fucking identify with because we've never fucking murdered anyone. Well, no, I mean, no, I mean, no, As far as I know, none no, of us no. have ever killed someone. So the way I like to think about it is... Some people have self fucking control and some people don't. And I like I've made my decision on these cunts. I've I've watched the film. I've watched Bowling for Columbine. I did, I said I did it at school, right? But the reality is these guys are fucking monsters, right? And I it, like I don't like to get fucking angry about shit, but this makes me angry because they are, they are, mo- they are, they are monsters, up, right? They're team. monsters. But then for twenty odd years, the narrative has been that they were bullied kids. Who who were so downtrodden that they went and fucking did this? Oh yeah, but the, fuck yeah. But, but the truth, when you actually look into yeah. it, is that that isn't the fucking no, case. No, of course it's not. Mate, man slaps a fucking table, goes peekaboo. He wasn't fucking bullied. He just feels powerful right now. He does feel powerful. That's yeah. bullshit. And, and, I don't and give pa- a fuck what they power say. Power was something that Eric especially wanted. Hand a man a gun, and he'll feel like he's fucking king. It it, it is different when we talk about Dylan because. Dylan is following Eric and Dylan wants to die. He does it though. No, no, he does. No, he but does. There, but there's a different, there is a difference. He's just taking, he's just taking people with him. I don't give he's a shit though. Like, man does it. He knows exactly what he's doing. He he's not no, he stupid. No. They planned it. They planned it for months. It's not spontaneous. No, exactly. And they, neither of them are stupid. He made they, the... they, their grades tell you yeah. neither of them are stupid. He's actively made the choice that he wants to do this. Yes. Yeah. That makes him a monster by definition, in my opinion. Okay. I don't give a shit what no, his no, reason I, I is. Agree, I agree. They are monsters. What right. they did is is horrendous. At this point, they've been in the library for seven minutes. They've done all this damage so far in seven minutes and it's not finished yet. Yeah, of course no, it's not. No, it gets worse. He, he's sitting there getting angry now. Yeah. No, I am. I am getting angry because so, it's, it just, it's Eric, inhuman. Eric next turn, turns to the next table where Bree Pulse, uh, Pascal is sitting next to the table instead of under it. Eric looks at her and says, Do you want to die? Oh, fuck these guys. Bree pleaded. Dylan says, well, fucking shoot her then. Eric just laughs and walks away from her. Didn't, like did. we said, there's no rhyme or reason to him. People have always tried to put a rhyme and reason to what these guys did, and there isn't one. So next, Dylan sees Patrick Ireland, the guy he uh, recently got shot and he thought he'd killed, giving uh, assistance to someone, and as he raises his head above the table, Dylan shoots him. Patrick is shot twice in the head and once in the foot, but he survives. Dylan next next moves over to another table and sees 18-year-old Isaiah Scholes, 16-year-old Matthew Ketcher, and 16-year-old Craig Scott. Craig Scott is the brother of Rachel Scott, who was the first victim. Oh, first fuck. one killed. 
Dylan calls out to Eric saying that they found a N-word. This has been speculated differently and depending which podcast I listen to. Some say that didn't happen. I was going to say, do we know where that's come from? It's, is it... from, it's from one punk a podcast to another. I, I found no definite research you can't of, find... of whether there was racial... So there's no, there's no witness look, testimony When you look at his notes... He's he said anti- he hated racism. Yeah. So there's no reason why any of them would have, either of them would have said that. Yeah. And there's also and there's also it's the same thing a girl from the library who says he shot a black kid because he was black and I think that is the start of this Maybe. rumor. I don't know right. how true that is. But they tried to pull Isaiah out of the from under the table and he won't go. So they show so um Eric literally just turns and just shoots him in the chest killing him yeah. outright. Yeah. yeah. Dylan kills Matthew. Well, shooting like again, shooting him. Craig, using the blood of his friends, literally fakes dead. And he so soaks they... himself in the blood of his friends so they don't kill him. Okay. The psychological, I mean, smart motherfucker. The damage that must have done to this kid to use the blood of people that you love and care for to stop yourself being killed is fucking awful. Next, the boys open fire in the room just randomly, and a girl called Villene is uh, is hit, and she screams after being hit. Dylan goes over to her and asks yeah, her, "Fucking, of course he does." Do you believe in God? She replies, "Yes." Dylan asks, "Why?" They remark, "God is gay," and she says nothing. Dylan then reloads and walks away. Because a lot of what happened afterwards was to talk about these kids being satanic, was to talk about satanic worship, but it's not true, right? It's it's just not. It everyone in America at the time wanted to have a piece of the pie that was Columbine. Yeah. And this is what you see. Like, spin it into whatever narrative whatever they could spin it into. It, they, they saw this tragedy, and rather than go, how the fuck do we stop this from happening again? They went, how can this benefit my issues? How can this benefit racism? How can this benefit uh, gun control? How can this benefit Christianity? How can, like, everyone wanted to use it for their own political so gain. So they spun this, do you believe in God? And they used it on another victim, saying that she said it, and her parents used that as a promotion tactic for the evangelical church. But That's if these facts are right, obviously. I'm taking my notes yeah, from other podcasts I mean, we're, we're and going, stuff I found on no, there. No, no, you've got podcasts, you've got witness there. testimonies. You know, I went for a lot of interviews, and yeah. the interviews are, these were a couple of kids that people liked. That yeah. suddenly fucking murdered everyone. Yeah. yeah, you know. I mean, and that's the worst part of it. This people is... liked them. People, right. people liked them and knew them and thought they were okay and were like, "Yeah, I went to fucking class with him and sat next to him in fucking English and but and the, he shot is, me." So you know? this is the weird thing. Like, I, I I watch a lot of true crime and fucking I listen to it and I fucking hear different crime scenes and whatever, right? But these motherfuckers just don't match up to anything. Like. Everything is fucking random. Everything. Every yep. single encounter. And you got to bear in mind, these encounters are like maybe 10 seconds apart. But how much of the narrative of Columbine, and we're really going to dig into the narrative next, are, 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 during studying for this episode, have you realised it's actually all fake? So, like 90% a lot of, of it, it? A lot of it is narrative spun by the media. This is what I mean. So is, is this just the media putting input and no actual fact? Or is this witness te- no, testimony? They're just, using, no, no, they're they're just, just using, u- using it to incite fear and fucking... And, 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 and a narrative they just so want to push. So they're getting high on the fear of it all. 
That's all they it is. They make money off the fear. They make money oh, off the Oh, I see. The media is making money off yeah, the fear. I, I thought you meant as in they were. No, money's making media. Because I feel like they definitely were getting money high on the fear of other people during the shooting. Well, it does. It does. It does. adrenaline's running. It does incite fear, of course. That sort of shit always Well, of course it will. Mate, the moment you walk into a school with a gun and you fucking start popping a shot, then of course there's fear everywhere. But these motherfuckers are getting in people's faces and they're saying shit and mocking them. They go from a position of almost quiet stoicness to being almost high from Yeah, there. right? It's completely different people from where they started when this they entire start thing. To this, right? And, 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 but it, this is like, you know, I know I want to do an episode on Chris Benoit. Oh my God, but yes. But again, the story of Chris Benoit is like, everyone loved him and he was a nice bloke, but he murders his wife and kid. You know, like, and everyone's going... The Chris I knew wouldn't do this. And the thing is... The people that knew Dylan and Eric are yep. like, the Dylan and Eric I knew wouldn't go into a school and shoot people. Yep. But here they are. Anyway, regardless... I fucking regardless, it, yeah. We need to finish this... We this, do, I'm sorry. ...this difficult part. Because, like, we gave the fucking warning. Teen's getting upset. I am getting upset. Because it is... <laughs> usually you see well, a pattern. we gave the trigger warning you do, for but, a reason. <laughs> so the thing is, usually you'll find a pattern with these fucking sick fucks. But there's no pattern here. It's all just random. Yep. It's a free-for-all. It is a free-for-all. Yeah, a, that's the best word for it. It's a free-for-all. They just don't give a fuck. And they, they let some people go for no reason, but they let Absolutely. some people go because they know them. They, like, it, it doesn't... None, none of it makes sense. So, next, Eric looks under another table and sees two girls, and he literally just calls them pathetic and moves on. To it's, another, got, to, it's got to be to another a gender table. thing, eh? He then shoots and injures Nicole Knowing and John Tomlin... John, mortally wounded, tries to escape from under the table and Eric shoots him in the back and kills him. Alright, so another male dead. Next is 16-year-old Kelly Fleming, who was, hit, who was hit next to the table that John was under. So she wasn't under the table, she was literally next to it. Right next to him, yeah. Yeah, Eric literally approaches her and literally just shoots her in the back without saying a single Fuck word. He just shit. opens fire on it. Dylan and Eric take time to reload and, t- and took a pause. And then um, fish in they're the about to, they're about part. to shoot another kid, and he makes a noise. He goes, "Who's that?" Eric says, "Asks him who it is," and he says, "It's John Savage, a friend of Dylan's." John, uh, he asks John, "What are you doing?" I uh, know. Yeah, he, he, uh, sorry, John. John, asks, John, asks, John asks them, asks them, like, "What are you doing?" What the fuck are you doing? And he just goes, "Killing Sh- people." Killing people. And John asks, "Like, are you going to kill me?" And Dylan goes, "No." Get out of here. Leave. And literally, he leaves. Literally, just let him go because he's let a mate. Because he's a mate. He, D- John was John was part of the um, trench coat mafia. The trench coat yeah. mafia. So he, was a, so he was a friend of Dylan's, like, and they they were they were friends. So he literally just told him to get out. So he goes. So Eric strikes another table, hitting 15-year-old Daniel Mauser in the ear and hand. He then shoots again in the face, kills him instantly. Now there's one I missed. I didn't. I don't know why, but there's another guy called Corey Depot Deputa. For some reason I don't have him. He's 17 years old and he's he's uh, killed by um, by Dylan. But for some reason I don't have that on my notes. I don't know. It why. might be I that there wasn't enough. I don't know how I missed that one. It might have been that there wasn't enough witness Unless testimony to say how he died. Else. It yeah, could have been just a random so killing no one saw. He's the last one. No, he was in the library. What was the split? What was the split between male and female? I, I, like, obviously, mostly I don't, male. Is uh, it mostly look. male? So one, four women killed by who? All four of them? Uh, let's see. Rachel was killed by Eric. Cassie was killed by Eric. Lauren was killed by Dylan. Uh, 
Kelly was killed by Eric. That's weird, though, eh? And then the rest of them were just split between the two of them. Uh, John, yeah, Eric wounded John Tomlin and sorry, and Dylan finished him off. That's mad. Yeah, sorry, my notes are a little bit mixed no, up. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. To, sorry, I'm asking I was, a lot of questions. I was trying but... to do a load of stuff at, uh, like at night time, and then just... it was, I was trying to get my notes done. Sorry so I, to I anyone. Up a little bit in time. Sorry to anyone that's getting frustrated with all these questions that I ask. I'm just trying to figure out what the mind fucking shit set is. There here. is no mind set. I get that. It's random. I, that's... They, they just, they just, they just literally popping off yeah. anybody they find. If they spent more time in the library, they might have. They probably would have just more. kept going. Yeah, I get that. It's just, it's very weird to me because, like, there's usually at least some personality trait that would dictate a lot of it, but they just didn't. It was just fucking out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's, they like they literally after that. So after they kill um, Corey, yeah, they leave the library. Yep. Okay. They exit the library and they literally just shoot up a load of stuff they throw some pipe bombs and everything like that just causing havoc yeah just causing havoc and then they return to the library literally a couple of minutes later yeah like at 12.02 they literally arrive back at the library they go back to the window and they start opening opening fire at the police again I mean that's just because they're probably frustrated they can't find anyone that right? literally goes on for three minutes yeah so chances are they couldn't find anyone else to go for that they didn't feel needed it and they've just decided to fuck them the police then yeah pretty much so here's where we get to the finale so between 12.05 and 12.08 so bearing in mind this hasn't even been going on an hour yeah Eric sits back against the bookshelf places the shotgun in his mouth and pulls the trigger good fuck you no, seriously, Dylan, fuck you. Dylan gets on his knees, puts his Tech 9 pistol to his temple and fires. Goodbye, And bitch. that is the end of them. There is a rumour, the weird Nazism thing comes up. There is a rumour that Eric kills Dylan because Dylan is a Jew and Eric is a neo-Nazi. It's full of shit. No, it's bullshit. bollocks. It's bollocks. bollocks. But yeah. if you look it up, you'll find that. That's they, bollocks. They both, they they both went into it. That wouldn't happen. No, they, they both agreed that they were going to fucking go out, and they both held her to it. So, you know, like, as much as I want to give these fuckers shit, they did have loyalty. They were loyal to the fucking cause, and we can't fucking... To be so suicidal, it depresses me to think what must be going through their heads to do all of this. I don't think they fucking know what's going through their heads, Sam. I'll be honest. I think they're just doing it, and they've gone, well, we're done now. I think there's an obsession with death. I think there is a hatred for the self. But when does that translate to a hatred for everyone else is the problem? Because the disdain for self often comes from the way other people have treated you. Yeah, but I mean... The disdain can come from jealousy. You know, like... They're young, so their minds maybe work a bit more. Right. In terms of what I would think nowadays. They're not not understood by their parents because the parents thought they were both fine. Yeah, right. right. They were, they were like emo kids. What we would call emo kids. Yeah, I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not a fucking breeze of fresh air. I hate myself too, but fuck me. I would not fucking take someone out just because I hate myself. But can you think of people that might? Can you think of people that might take that hatred for the self out on other people? I think there it are... A lot. It happens a lot. I think there are narcissistic people that hate themselves and therefore think hate's the only option. But there's not many of them. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm really torn by this because obviously I grew up with it thinking these were bullied kids. Only to find out that that's not true. 
So maybe my opinion on them is flavoured by the fact that I thought they were bullied kids and they were striking out. I don't know. You have a sympathetic, I have a sympathetic ear to, to them. But it's... My school was shit, man. Like, I've not really spoke about it too much on air. I don't talk about it too much. My school, right, in London was full of very racist kids. We had about five black kids and they were bullied. We had about 20 Turkish kids. They stuck together. You got left alone, right? Maybe, mafia. maybe a couple of Asian Asian people, but they were just called packies and beaten up and whatever, right? That's just what they were called. They were attacked for it. They they were racially abused at school. Yeah. The black kids were the, literally there must have been five. That's, London, that's London for you. Uh, the part we... of London I'm in, right? What's they, like, wait, they, was that South London? South London, yeah. South East I was, was going to say we only had two at our school when I was at school. We had two black kids. We only Did had two. Of them. Yeah, we, we had any Asian kids in my year. I'm not going to name them out because that'd be fucking weird. But we <laughs> that would be racist. We uh, we have we only had two of them, but they were both popular. They were both popular no, kids. No, one, no one, one hated one, them. One of my mates, right? Because they were novelty, eh? My mate caught me. <laughs> Joking, I'm just, I'm just. Sorry. They were a token resist. black kid at school. They were left alone, right? Contained this whole episode, and that came out fucking nowhere. <laughs> I don't mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mean that. I just kind of, I always, I always just think no, back. That's true. It is true. I, it's true. Just, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. Novelty, so I, always, I just think back to that character from South Park, a token. You get it in like late nineties, oh, early two thousand, yeah, early yeah, movie. Yeah. You had the token black guy oh, yeah, in no. the. Uh, in it's just films. weird. It's weird that as a one social. Black friend. But yeah, so I guess we're kind of talking about um, the aftermath, the psychology behind. Fucking the aftermath was even, big, was even bigger than the event in, in ways of. Mate, in it was cunty. I, I can't look at any of these people. I can't look at the anti-gun people, the pro-gun people. I can't look at the politics. I can't look at the media and say any of them were genuine and nice and and not looking out for themselves and trying to push a narrative. In a way, they're just as big a monsters as the fucking two kids who did it because the media backlash, right? These guys protesting guns, I understand there's been a shooting there. But the fact that people flew from around the country to protest guns in this town is like, oh, there's been a killing. We best get there and we fucking... We best get there and milk, we'll as, much as, milk we it as much as possible. But then the same thing is the National Rifle Association turned up in to the To counter-protest. To counter-fucking protest. We need guns in our from schools. From cold, dead hands, right? That's we need fucking... guns in our schools to protect our children. Look, who did the media blame... For Columbine, who was the number one target? Mr. Marilyn Manson, Mr. Brian Warner. Oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, they aimed at uh, Marilyn. For, for whatever reason, I don't really know. Were they a fan well, of they, music? So, th- back then, you got to bear in mind, they thought that this heavy metal and this grimy music was the cause of violence. And a lot of Christian groups... But they've been saying this since the 60s. Yeah, they're they've burning, always re- said They were burning Beatles records. They were talking about Elvis being too sexual and harming kids, right? In the yeah. 50s. Yeah, in, in the weeks following the shooting, media reports about Harrison and Kelbot portrayed them as trench coat mafia as part of a gothic cult. Right. Early media get... reports alleged that the shooters were fans and were wearing the group's t-shirts, Marilyn Manson's t-shirts, during the massacre. But they weren't. They, right. they were wearing a t-shirt that one that said Wrath yeah, and they... the other said Natural Selection. Yeah, right. they were they were late they were later uh, proven false because. Um, Randy Stair used to wear T-shirts natural saying "Natural Selection. Selection." So some of the headlines they had in the in their in their newspaper stories, such as uh, "Killers Worshipping Rock Freak Manson," 
and devil worshipping oh, maniac off. tells kids to kill. I hate this. None fucking... of this is true. No, it, none of it's true. Me, I fucking, true. I've listened to that shit for fucking years. I, I'm not going Mate, out and stabbing even, someone. Even them, right? Marilyn Manson wasn't even their top band. So no. They, they went after someone that they may have had one or two CDs of when they were listening to KMFDM and listening to this other stuff. I mean, KMFDM have songs about fucking rape, murder, and all sorts of shit because there's an artistic side of music which Scott yeah. can attest to where you might say stuff that you don't mean or you might say stuff that's edgy or dark that's part of the band part you're of the, part, it's just, part, it's just part of the song it's you're just writing. part of the song yeah. you're writing it feels it feels a theme right that you're trying to portray and it's set to tone it's nothing to do with the fucking like the actions of someone because of what they've heard unless they're that fucking oblivious to how morals work which what? is damn near impossible for a human being in this day and age the media has always had a problem of trying to spin the yarn about social like you know the activities of the things video games music films they're always trying to spin because that as, they, a, as a scapegoat for the reason why people's kids are dicks because at this point they also blamed the gang doom because they played doom yet they'll happily spin a story that paints someone in a bad picture because that's their morals it's the exact same shit right they'll they'll have a go at a video game because they promote this this ideology of a perspective and then they'll fucking put an article out spinning this perspective of how they view it shouldn't be. It's the same shit. So, in that Bowling for Columbine, Manson was interviewed for it. Yes, I remember seeing Michael Moore asked him, if you were to talk directly to the kids at Columbine, or the people in that community, what would you say to them if they were here right now? And Manson said, I wouldn't say a single word to them. I would listen to what they had to say. And that's what no one did. Yep. And he nails it. He does nail it, yeah, because that, that's a powerful fucking statement. You know, say what you like about Marilyn Manson. He's been accused of a few things recently, but now it's coming to light after the Johnny Depp stuff being... Yeah, fucking right. ...that Marilyn Manson may have been set up in a similar way. Did you like, I, call, out, I, call, right? I called that straight away. Yep. I knew it. Marilyn Manson's fucking all sorts of people. He's the, man's, Marilyn Manson. the man's kinky, but he ain't a fucking rapist. He's not a rapist. Why would he, he doesn't need to rape anyone. He's Marilyn fucking who the, Manson. Who the fuck hasn't done when something kinky like... She was one of the hottest women on the fucking planet. And she said she never had a problem... Never had a problem. And lo- even Rose McGowan, who is this big Harvey Weinstein Me Too movement, said he didn't do shit to me. And then she went, but if he, if there are victims, I feel for him and I support them, right? Yeah, if that is the case. But, but she's mental. She goes after everyone. Rose yeah. McGowan, she's, she's off at rock. Well, she was fucking Robert Rodriguez for a good couple of years. Yeah. With Manson, she said he didn't do shit to me. Now, again, I don't want to get into the argument of did he, didn't he, you know, there's classes of diddy fuck underage groupies or whatever we don't know but you know who fucking who didn't out of these people bowie all these people who didn't fuck underage groupies a lot of them did right yeah. oh I well would. yeah but <laughs> <laughs> i would thing please is, edit but that they out no right the thing, yeah the thing is unless you fucking please go around id in these groupies you're not gonna know like Justin no. Bieber does. yeah you heard that story about no. Bieber? before he lets groupies in the room he makes them give id over to his security and then be filmed saying whatever happens once i enter the fucking green room i consent to wait wait, wait. can we because can he we, can't whoa, whoa, whoa. because he can't he take the risk. he's not risking it i would, yeah. I would, I would like him. to say what a smart fucking guy though I, fucking yeah that's smart as fuck because that you, you never know uh, mate we could walk into a fucking nightclub in guernsey fucking unless we ask for some id we could be fucked w- the next w- morning no. now there are people that target kids and and, and those oh yeah absolutely but they're also going to be people who unwillingly un, un, unknowingly if you're so, if you're so yeah. pissed up 20 year old and some bird is coming on to you in the club and you think right i'm getting fucking lucky tonight if you're about to get down 
You're not going to go, hang on, before we start, love, could I just have some just idea? Can I just film you saying that you consent to anything that's about to happen right now? Because that's just going to kill the mood. You shouldn't let someone into a club who isn't old enough. Well, this is what it all comes down to the point of IDing, but most bouncers will let a girl in that looks oh, that looks like she's 18. The amount of fucking people I've had to ID and say, get the fuck out. Isn't the bouncers Because the bouncers, do doesn't, the bouncers don't check. But the problem is, also, that comes down to, like, individual bouncer looks at someone. I could look at someone and go, they look young. But you could look at someone and go, they look 18. Like, so again, it might not even be it's deliberate. Perspective. Yeah, it's it perspective. Is. But yeah, so the, the aftermath of Columbine is um, maybe one of the weirdest fallouts of a crime I can think of. As previously mentioned, so many people were ty- trying to take a piece of it. Yeah, everybody was trying to spin it into their own fucking personal narrative for yeah. all this sort of bullshit. They, it, it ends up warping uh, the gravity of the the fucking situation, right? You know, and, t- and t- Tian uh, was getting very angry about what they did. I can't share his anger because I... Maybe it's because we were over 30, right? And you get to a point where you kind of get a little bit of wisdom... <laughs> growing up you right? also become a, a bit numb to it you do you do yeah especially when you read it so often because how old are you like 12 13 when it's when it, I was 10 10 yeah so you must have remembered this uh, vaguely I, I remember it vaguely when I was a kid but back then I wasn't really paying much attention to the news I was too busy playing video games so to like me that, there's so. only three crimes that stand out in my head as a, as a teenager and a child the first is uh, James Bolger. Yeah. I remember this on the news everywhere, right? Uh-huh. The second is Columbine, and the, the third is 9-11. They're the three that hit me. And maybe, the, I don't know when that happened, the Holly and Jessica. See, yeah. I, I don't know if that happened before or after 9-11. I think maybe after. It was after. But, like, those three. It was, yeah, the Ian, um, the Ian Huntley. Ian Huntley, yeah. It was uh, 2002. Yeah. And I remember my mum, my mum saying about James Bolger, going, "That's like you and John, my mate John, doing this to your little cousin Matthew." And she, when she said that, it quantified to me as a child, like I was. I think I was the, eight, the same age as James Bolger, or yeah, like a year you're, older. Because you're what, thirty three? I was, yeah, I was born in eighty eight. So yeah, yeah. so you're I think the same age. I think it's the same age as what James. Yeah, my sister's four years younger than me, so she's she's same age as you. I was born in eighty four, so I'm four four years older than yeah. you. Yeah, um, yeah, and I just remember I remember my mum saying that, like, and I'm like, maybe that's not the best thing to say to your child, but she said it, and I, and it it made a connection, like a mental pathway. Like as you get older, you, you realise that there's these pathways in your mind that that close. Um, that exist and this is one that like once it's burrowed into you you fucking understand it but again like with columbine happened years later and i was 15 and I, you know well almost 15 i was still 14 but you know my, my birthday's may so a month later i'm 15 heavily bullied at school mm-hmm. listening to marilyn manson listening to kfdm into anime into that kind of thing, kind of a dark pre-emo. Emo didn't exist yet, but like the yeah. the same equivalent, new metal kid. You yeah, know, yeah, like you know, limpers get corn, right? Yeah. And I remember this coming out on the news and feeling in my mind, sorry for the killers, right? Sitting there going, they must have gone through shit to do what they did. Yeah, because I go through shit. Because they're spun in, you're spun into that narrative of the bullying and the bullshit like yeah. that, which is what you're led to believe is the reason why they did what they did. So at the time, 99, knowing I had one year left at school, 
not even a year actually from from may by the next may i'm out of school so what i did with school and i've said it on the radio show is once it got to after that summer in may so once it got to september i just didn't go back to school yeah i was like fuck school is shit it's cunt it's full of cunts i hate it i'm turning up for my exams and the rest can go fuck itself and that is a result of the way the school system treated me right i was heavily bullied at school i had a lot of friends i was a popular kid i had about 20 30 friends at school but we were the weird kids all of us yeah yeah right the gay kids, the fucking weirdos, the, the goths, the, the yeah, goths, right? All that sort of shit, yeah. But we were still the minority. Like I said, there was about 900 kids at my school. Yeah. 30 of us ain't shit. And they'd catch you on your own. You go for a piss in the toilet, someone comes to punch you in the head. You're defenseless, you got your cock in your hand, right? Yeah. And that's what school was to me, and I hated it. But like, to me, right, we're, we're recording this stuff, right? And, and, and I remember at the time just feeling like, oh, as I said earlier, if I, like, there were moments at school if someone had given me a semi-automatic rifle, I'm mowing people down. Yeah. I knew it, and I knew who I'm going after. I'm going after Mr. Ames, the cunt who banned me from fucking business studies because he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he, he banned me because I sent an email during business studies to my mate Kurt, who was at home, and Kurt went, no, I'm not sick, you cunt. And then he went, why have you got the word cunt on your screen? And I remember saying to him... Ah, so it was filed through, so it picked up trigger words. But I said to him, I didn't know what he was going to email me. Yeah. And he went, doesn't matter. Well, that's just dickish. And then I was banned from doing the business studies GCSE exam. Jesus. It was an exam I knew I was getting an A in. Yeah. Because business studies had computers, it had economics, it had all the stuff. Stuff and I, you understood. And I understood it. I remember being heavily bullied by about five or six guys in a group, but that group was maybe 20, 30, 40 strong. Yeah. But there were five or six of them would just come up to me. I'm trying to get my dinner, and suddenly I'm stabbed in the back with a fork. I'm bleeding, yeah. right? You know, I'm walking down the corridor and someone's just punched me in the face out of left field and I don't know why. I haven't done anything to deserve it. I go home, my home comes off and they're going, who's that faggot Sam? Is he there? My mum's going, what, what? And they're like, that faggot Sam? And I'm like, how they got my number, I don't know. Mm. They're fucking phoning my home. You know, I'd bunk school. I'd, I'd, I would sit there and I ain't going in tomorrow. I'd let my mum go to work and we live with my nan as well because mm. my granddad died so we moved in with my nan once yeah. my parents split up yeah. and I'd go up into the attic and just sit there for an hour and a half because I knew about 10 o'clock my nan would go off do shopping go and see her mates go over, and wouldn't be back till 3 o'clock so you could just skive there wait until she left go back down and play my PlayStation mm. that's what I'd do once I made like I said earlier my mate Dave and his mum was always away I'd literally go, yeah, bye, cycle to school. I'd cycle to his house, go and play places and drink vodka. Yeah. That's what I'd do, right? And we do stuff as fireworks, blow shit up in his garden, right? So when this stuff happened, I sat there and went, I feel for them, I understand them. You can put yourself in their shoes, but based on the narrative that you were fed by the media. As an adult, knowing that that was a bullshit, I do feel kind of betrayed by the, media. the way the story was yeah, spun. Yeah. And you know me, and anyone who listens to this knows me quite well at this point. And if you listen to the radio show, you know me probably even deeper than Very just intimately. Um, I do have a big distrust of the media. Yeah. And this is the start and of And you it. worked in it. Yeah, and I worked in it as well. This is the start of my distrust for the media. Because once you find out that this stuff was all bullshit, and, and it wasn't just me, it was my friends, right? My friends were what you would call trench coat mafia. This was my... This was the same friend group. These are the people I hung around with and, and probably the same with you, right? And we were told that the weird kids were yeah. killers and evil and whatever. This is, to find out that's not true, um, it's not heartbreaking, but it does change your... 
you kind of lived a lie a little Your bit for a while. Yeah, you know, and um, to me, that's the biggest takeaway because speaking in the aftermath, I don't know if you heard the story of a girl called Soul. I can't remember her surname. Soul. I don't think so. So Soul was a MySpace emo chick and she was a typical MySpace poster of edgy content. Yeah, her hair straightened at the front and spiked up at the back. Yeah. She's got, got two different. She's really got, heavy black eyeliner. She's got two different tones in her hair. She's so she's so edgy. She's so edgy. So you so Soul is a girl, and um, she met another girl via Instagram. So once once MySpace kind of died, they migrated to Instagram, um, and they these they two must have really hung on to MySpace because Instagram was Instagram was a good couple of years after MySpace died. It was, died. but a lot of people did. A lot of people went. MySpace, Tumblr, Instagram. Oh, of course, yeah, they, Tumblr, I think yeah. they did the same. Yeah, right? Tumblr would have been one. Yeah. And her Instagram was dedicated to Eric. Really? Dedicated to him. And she met a girl on Instagram who was dedicated to Dylan. Dylan. Right? And they were like, we could have changed him. We we understand him. We know what it's like to be bullied. Oh, the, yeah? Dylan could have got laid. Well, I mean... They're not the only ones. There's a big group. I know there fandom, is. Right? Columbiners. Yeah. And uh, one day, Soul left her home and bought a shotgun and left a message behind saying she was going to do a Columbine. Oh, shit. I read this. You may have read this. But it, what it, it, she it, it did became, was... It became a fucking term, doing a Columbine. Yeah. So she then went to Colorado in the winter when the mountains are cold <laughs> and snowy. Two or three days went by, the family is searching for her, the police are after her, and she went to the spot in the videos where they were blowing shit up and shooting things, and she blew her fucking brains out. Jesus Christ. You know, and I, I look at that and go, that's the real legacy of it, because there's people that, like me at the time, who believed the lie... But I've internalized that as a a way out, and I feel sorry for these fucking people. I think I think it's dark as fuck. Um, you had another guy went and filmed the high school. There was an, another guy who went and filmed Columbine High School, and he got arrested because he had a load of guns and he was just walking around outside filming it. He's like, "You fucking moron!" But the cultural relevance of Columbine has changed. I think society forever, right? Yeah. Well, this the thing. It. it, it... As much as it's a horrible word to use, it, it sparked a trend, and it sparked massive copycats. But numbers have fucking definitely gone up since '99, and the, and the and the kill count's gone up as well. Well, again, another one of the weird narratives that has been spun about Columbine is that this was Columbine was new, and no one had done it before. But again, that's not true. In the, in the '90s alone, there were at least two to three shootings that raged between five to seven kills but only, only was a high kill count that's that was it. the hot that was the first i looked through i think i looked through the 70s 80s and 90s on on Inst on wikipedia and columbine had the highest kill count in that in out of those three decades until virginia tech in 07 did you think the same thing that they were just bullied kids who got yeah. revenge yeah that's that's literally the narrative i'd always understood is they were bullied kids who fucking decided to get their revenge on the on their peers but then when diving into it i can't find any evidence that they were bullied again yeah it's just it's just the media spinning their own narrative to suit what they're trying to what they're trying to purvey to the public i'm sure it exists in some shootings that that's the reason why they did it you know daddy's got a gun 
I know how to get access to that gun. I'm going to go shoot some cunts. The fucking Pearl Jam, Jeremy, right? It's a true story about a kid who killed himself at school. Obviously, Jeremy predates 99. It's yeah. like 95 or whatever. Yeah. I think there's a problem with kids where they fall into these traps or they fall mm. into these ways of thinking. Yep. I think that's the most important thing coming out of this. I think we're seeing it now with the amount of trans girls at schools across the UK and America. Right. I'm non-binary, I'm trans, I want an operation. One thing you'll notice, and you'll probably notice this because you've got misses, women when they're teenagers are very quick to jump in fads. I'm a BTS fan, I'm a, right? I am a BTS fan, but I don't want, I don't want to have a sex change. No, Larissa loves BTS. Uh, shout out to Larissa. <laughs> I've never got into the K-pop, K-pop but oh. J-pop and, and, and J-rock and Visual Kai from Japan I love. Yeah. And I'm not going to fucking say I don't. I think it's fucking awesome. I got into K-pop because we were mates one night just getting steaming and a mate of ours had discovered them on YouTube, Girls' Generation on YouTube. He's like, yeah, you need to check this out. And it's because they were hot. They were hot. They were hot Asian birds, and we were. Just, and that's literally why we were watching it. And then I literally, it just kind of triggered, and I was just like, I really enjoy this music. I shouldn't because I'm a metalhead, but I really enjoy this no, music. No, no, I'm, I'm like, there's a, there's a, a Japanese girl band called One Pixel. They did music for Dragon Ball Super. That's yeah. how I learned who they are. I love them. I love their music. <laughs> I well, don't know why. I'm just into it. But there's an artist called Lisa. She did. She did the opening and closing credits for Dragons, uh, Demon Slayer, and like she's got a song called Crossing Fields, which is the outro. I think it's the outro for. I uh, know it's the. Sorry, it might be the intro, of the outro for for season one of Demon Slayer, and the baseline's just fucking sick. Yeah, so, so like weird kids get into this kind of shit, right? Yeah. And and, that, and that's how it works. Yeah. But we one we have to understand that weird kids exist. It, it's very prevalent to me that they. That the Columbine shooters were weird kids. They were loners of their own making. They weren't. They weren't like shunned by their peers. They no. purposely put themselves in that position. Any moment of, I think Dylan did get shit. I think that kind of comes yeah. up in the writings. He got sh- Eric didn't really get shit, but Dylan, ugly little fucker. He, he got. He, <laughs> he, but he would have grown into that face, right? Well, you know, they he, give it the thing is like no one's good looking when you're sixteen. No, you know. Especially when your ears are too big and you're your nose still, is too big and you're, you're still fucking de- faces, your, your body's still your developing. Your isn't fucking fully formed Yeah, yeah, you're still developing. So, I, look, I look like a right fucking spud face when I was I know, 12, I to, 16. I, I literally, I used to look like a little fucking Balen trying to be Fred Durst when I was a kid. I mean, that's because li- I wanted to be Fred Durst. I was yeah, yeah. with a fucking cap on. <laughs> and I used to have this little fucking... The, you, you the, know, little, the, the soul pack. The, the little soul... Yeah, because I couldn't grow a full beard yet. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. I was like 14, 15. This little fucking tuft of hair on my chin. I, and I did want to be Fred Durst. And then once that got a bit thicker, I dyed my hair blonde and I wanted to be Chino Marino, right? So I was like... Because these were my yeah. idols. This is what I wanted to be. But And you dyed your hair blonde and it all fell out. It, no, it <laughs> fell out after dyeing it blue, actually. But that's a long... <laughs> So I used to have a mo. I used to have a massive mohawk. Right? I used to diet every week. Fuck, that's, maybe not, that's, that's a, not healthy for it. Maybe a year of doing that, my hair started thinning. And, yeah, but buddy. the minute it started thinning, I was like, I'm shaving the cunt, yeah. and I just went skinhead ever since. I was. Just, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even waiting for it to start falling out. I'm just. I'm just going with it. So, I sympathise with people like the people that like, like with Randy Stair, right? Like, right, like with the people that fucking look at Columbine and go, I'm a weirdo. The people that feel like that, I sympathise with them because I felt like that. But then, why are they not coming to the conclusion we have that when it comes to Columbine, that's a lie? 
because they're seeing a certain narrative that's portrayed before them. They're not seeing. They're not look. They're not. They're not diving into it a bit more than they than they need you know, to. Man, Randy Stair must have watched hundreds of hours of Columbine shit, and he never. Yeah, but and it then got, he's a kid. It got. Well, it got. It got. A, it got. A it got to the, old, you know. It got to the point with him where he only saw what he wanted to see. But like with the girl Soul, like fuck, man, to go and kill yourself because because you want to be with a fucking kid who killed himself twenty years earlier. Like, the, what the fuck is going weird. on? Weird. You know, is it's very weird. Um. I mean, I don't know if you've got any final thoughts on this that you want to want to say or anything that's left on your mind no, lingering. So not really. I mean, we've covered pretty much everything I I thought about when it comes to how how we how we were going to handle this, and I'm pretty sure there's probably stuff we've missed thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot I, of the tapes, right, and the backlog of the. I mean, video there's diary entries. I wrote down one of them that was like it was the opener to a podcast, uh, one of the first ones I listened to. And it was just literally just the ramblings of um, of Eric Harris that I found quite interesting. And it, it's kind of nonsense. It's misspelt as well. The actual original writings are like when you read it now, they've corrected the spelling. But when I went back and looked at actual photographs of them, a lot of it is like misspelt and kind of all over the place. You know, yeah. There's a lot of pages. I mean, if you're if if anybody listening to this, you know, if you're interested, just fucking search Columbine journals. You'll find it. It's it's interesting to get into their mindset, but it's not very hard to get into their mindset because they were just both just angry at everything. We've been talking about doing Columbine for... Since the start of the year, uh, since last year. For, for quite a while, because of all these kind of shooting things, this, this is the quintessential one. Well, this is, the, this is kind of the catalyst. Yeah. This started off... It, it seems like it. I don't, know, I don't know that much about like, American shooting history because there's so many. But this is like the first one that comes to mind when you think school shooting. You go straight to Columbine, even though it's not the most like horrible in it, in its body count. Because I think that's Virginia Tech. Virginia got that Tech. one. And then Sandy Hook was nasty because the guy went and killed like eight year olds. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot more. There's a lot more horrible things about Sandy Hook with all the denial from fucking like Alex Jones and. All those sort of fucking dickheads who literally deny it even happened. They said it was staged by the government and all this sort of shit. But at the time, when you watch the video of the guy who's lost his daughter and they're filming him and he goes, hey, make sure my hair looks fixed. And he's like, make sure I look good. And he's saying all this stuff before he goes on air. And he's like, ha ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's, he's laughing and joking. And then the camera goes on. He's like, my daughter is... I can see how if you're if you're paranoid as fuck that the government are fucking you, you see that footage and go, hold the fuck up. He was fine two seconds ago, like because I've seen the footage. It's fucking bizarre. That is a man who is literally doing it for the money. He doesn't give a fuck. But he has lost his kid. Yeah, right? but he doesn't he, seem to give a fuck about it. Fuck. But then to say he doesn't give a fuck, you end up in Alex Jones territory where people start going, how dare you? No, no, I, no, I, I, I understand that concept, but if you're looking at that, and that is literally that's that's proper footage. I've not seen it. I'm not. I don't really. I don't really know that much about the Sandy Hook shooting at all. If I'm honest, I've not really. There's a few of these shootings it. where, like you, like I said on the radio show today about this Buffalo one. I think that they get intelligence, right? That someone might do something bad, and I think it, it goes up the chain, and they go, "Do we tackle this or not?" They go, "No." Yeah, they say no. Just let it happen. See what happens. See what happens. I think that definitely happens. It's weird with the Buffalo shooting that happened the other day that, like, Joe Biden's out there saying white supremacy is the worst threat to humanity in the moment, which we know is not true. The Chinese government are the worst threat to... (sighs) Russia is the... You know, it's not white supremacy, but he's saying all this stuff. 
he then comes out with we need a ministry of truth scenario we need internet regulation yeah, didn't make- you say the ministry of truth is being run by a woman who is going to be run by a woman who literally has lied to people before she's lied about hunter biden's laptop yeah she's so lied about also you're, you're so the person in charge of it is already untrustworthy yeah so you know one. she's a full-on covid and like wear two masks when you're walking down the street nonsense God. right you know she's one of them yeah and they go, we're going to do this and we're going to stop. Certain speech will be illegal online and all this stuff. Ugh. But it's weird that they come out with that. And then two weeks later, there's a shooting that is all over the media as a white supremacist. And I know we spoke about it briefly and I spoke about it on the radio show that it looks like there's a little bit more nuance that, like with Columbine, it looks like there's more than just a couple of fucking goth kids who loved Hitler. Because, again, with Columbine, that, that's what people were saying with Columbine. They loved Adolf Hitler. That's why it was the anniversary of his birthday. They wore the black trench coats because of the SS. I mean, this was stuff that was said. But they don't mention the fact that they had fucking communist shit on their shoes or whatever it was, right? Yeah. They, don't talk about, they never mentioned the fucking Wrath and Natural Selection t-shirts. They're Marilyn Manson t-shirts all of a sudden. Mm. A weird, a weird way of spinning a story, right? You spin, you spin, you spin the narrative that's gonna fit the the story you want to tell. You, yeah, and I know with like our listenership's gone up. I, I mean, whatever happened with the simulation theory, I know conspiracy guys shared it, so I think we've got some people who've passed over from that. And uh, I'm a big fan of Gordo, big big fan of what they do. Trying to get Gordo on this. I want him on here. I want him on here to talk about paedophiles, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm desperate to get him on here to talk about paedophiles. Talk about nonsense. Talk, talk about the idea of a, a, a global ring of elite, very rich people who like to fuck children. I, I, that's what I want to talk to him about. Interesting. You know, as mentioned in the simulation theory in my Jimmy Savile story, like, I've seen some of this close up before I knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, when, when they find, like, I can't remember which one of the houses the Queen owns, but they found, like, five dead 15-year-old girls on the land since, like, 1980 till now. Just randomly, ah, oh, she must have been a runaway who just turned up here. And it's like, with her son, let's not fucking pretend that fucking Andrew wasn't named in Epstein. Yeah. Let's not pretend that Charles wasn't knocking about with Savile all the time. Like, How was he? Yeah, they, were, they were like this. I didn't know that. Savile was fucking OBE, knighted. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he was Sir Jimmy Savile when he died, wasn't Fuck he? Me. You, you know, and then they used to hang around. Margaret Thatcher used to have him around for Christmas dinner. Service to charity. You know? Jimmy Savile used to go to Margaret Thatcher's house for Christmas dinner. Really? In something I don't believe these people weren't aware Sussy. of what he was doing. So I'd love Gordo on for that because I think that would be a great conversation. I want to hear from listeners. I know, like guys like Tim and Jez, they they always fucking tell me. Les as well always tells me. You know, we've got Lisa as well, one of our patrons. She's she's all over the uh, gilded yeah. platform. Lydia, she's called on there. Yeah, and she's all over that. She's fucking always on that shit. I'm always getting notifications popped up of her. Yeah, she, she's all over that. I, I can't know, even follow I know half the they're time. definitely going to give their opinion on Columbine. Yeah, so I'd like listeners to send shit in about this. Your thoughts on this. Like, have we said something that you didn't know? Like, Tim is shocked, because I know when he came in here today, he was thinking, he was very much in the camp of they were bullied kids, because what research he'd done and led him to believe that. That once we start going through it, he's just like, what the fuck? Like, his mind was blown. He was getting he was getting heated. He was getting angry. Well, when we were talking, when, when I was running through the list of it, and it like of, of them he killed, and it was like, it became very apparent very quickly that there was no 
set target. They didn't have a list of guys, uh, people they were going to off. They just offed whoever was in the in the way or whoever they came across. I'm lucky that I know a few places that might offer a, a perspective you won't hear. Yeah. But when I was looking at YouTube video, none of them were bringing up the fact that this was I bollocks. didn't even look at YouTube. I it just, stu I just you, stuck to podcasts. It was only when you sent me that YouTube clip where they're interviewing people yeah. that finally someone was saying it was bollocks. Because other YouTube videos were just like going, yeah, I went to school with them. I was two years below them. They were freaky weird kids and they hated everyone and they were bullied. And it's like, well, they were right. They know were, them. You didn't. They were right about them hating everybody, but... Yeah, but they didn't know them. They just saw them around, yeah. or maybe they never saw them around. School's a big place. You may not have 2, seen... 2,000 students. Kids. Yeah. So you just knew they were at school, and you were the, there that day when they did the shooting, which is a horrific thing. Yeah. But now your mind is trying to fill in the blanks, and the media are telling you something. God knows what the school were trying to say. I mean, they had. To, I, I saw an interview with the headmaster, yeah. and he was just fucking because he's still like he was gutted. Oh, he was just like. Well, the, the, well, the one I sent you, he was interviewed on that, and he's yeah, literally he's just that. like, he's like, twelve kids died on my watch. It's like I'm never living that down. No, and it wasn't even his fault. He had. He, he could. There's nothing he could have done about it. But it's it's literally a case of that that you're you're responsible for these children, and it's it's going to haunt you. And I think, and again, when we look at the TED talk that. Uh, Dylan's mother did as well there was nothing anyone could have done about this because no one knew there it was were coming. no warning signs no. there were nothing like and a lot of people will spin the narrative that yes she should have known yes there were warning signs don't be it's fucking stupid it's not true you, if I went out today Scott and committed a crime like this I know for a fact all you guys would be like what yeah literally. I know you would right now, but I know the media is going to dig through the podcast and dig through stuff, as we mentioned earlier, and go, oh, look, what he said here, what he said there. Oh, he made a comment about, like, BLM stealing money, so he's a racist. I know that's what's going to be said. Yeah, they'll find the smallest little nugget and try and spin it into the narrative of why you yeah, did it. Yeah, they'll go through Stephen Port and he goes, another dead bender. Look, he's... A, but it's in context, He's homophobic, right? yeah. Yeah, but they're going to use it they're going to use it in a way that is is always well, going to be... You use homophobic slurs enough times today. <laughs> yeah, they're going to use all of that to say this is a homophobic person rather than talk about the context in which it was said. This happened with Joe Rogan when they were like, Joe Rogan's a racist because he said the N-word. But the episodes where he said the N-word was like, I remember when I was 15 and I was crossing the road and these guys were arguing and I heard this guy go, you motherfucking N-word. And him go, that was the first time I saw racism. But because he openly said the word, they're like, cut it. Here's Joe Rogan say, N-word. Like, see, he's a racist. But yeah, it's not Joe, true. Joe Rogan uses a racial slur on podcast. Yeah. Now he's being up for cancelled. Yeah, and that's all they care about. All they care about is that. And the reason, it, when you look at that, and then you look at what they did with Columbine, they've been doing this for... The media's been doing it longer. Years. The media's been doing it longer than this that. Is all they've been doing this whole time, you can't fucking trust you them. You don't sell papers. You don't sell news without spinning a narrative of making the per the villain look even worse than they actually are. So if you can find anything to make them that the the villain of the story look even worse than they are, you will use every single bit. Because they want money, they want to sell shit, or they've got political motives Correct. to do this, and Correct. and. And to me... You spin a yarn. To me, the true tragedy of Columbine, and listen, the lives lost, the way they were lost was... Ridiculous. Fucking disgusting, right? Yeah. 
is that we've allowed the lie to perpetrate about them that has caused people to copy it and that is that's the true tragedy that, that the legacy lives on and the legacy is false yeah the legacy isn't a couple of messed up kids fucking did something stupid because they were mixed up and and didn't reach out to people the legacy is they were bullied they were misunderstood they weren't misunderstood they didn't give anyone a chance to fucking understand them you know people thought that people thought they understood them yeah and then they turn up one day and start fucking opening fire and it's almost it's almost at random like Tien said I can't understand it no because there is no there's no way to understand it because it is random there's no logic between it when you look at what Dylan's mum said and she said he left the house that morning and the last thing he said to his mum was see ya and he just walked out the fucking door yeah he didn't say he didn't even tell his mother he loved him didn't even say he loved him that's the true legacy of Columbine not the bullied shit not the well we need to focus on gun crime we need to focus like it's not that because because it, there's more to it than oh, just gun crime doesn't even other... accidentally come into it when you find out how they got the guns no it's because got they didn't get them legally no I, but then this is the other argument with gun crime in, in America as well most of these times when guns are used in, in the manner the guns were obtained illegally because they don't want to be on the radar for owning well, guns yeah, exactly so when when you put that into it, are these people still going to get guns anyway? Yeah. If you can get it, there's always thought, there's always resources to get your hands on them. You can put your restrictions right up like they are in the UK. And people if you want are, a gun, you're getting one. Black market, you'll always find it. Yeah. And you're dealing with a country as big as America, a country that's had guns legalized for so long. People that might own 12 guns and they've never shot anyone and they don't intend to. Yeah. But once that gets illegal to sell guns... They might make a quick buck selling it to someone because they've got 12 of the fucking things. Yeah, yeah. You're not ridding it by going, we're banning guns outright, you shouldn't have them. So as we end this, I will ask you your opinions on gun crime. I wanted to ask it earlier, but we'll bring out or American gun laws. Because personally, I look at America as such a large, gigantic fucking country. I look at some of the wildlife there. I look at some of the crime rates in smaller areas where the police can't get there. And I go, it makes sense to have guns right that that's my opinion it does appear that it's kind of easy for people to get guns but as we've already mentioned most of these people are getting them illegally some of my closest mates in america i literally found out a couple of months ago pretty much most of them got guns i think i would own one if i lived there like my mate used to have in his truck he used to have a fucking shotgun above his above his car my mate's got a couple in a gun rack at his house i was in his house didn't see him but he's got him. He's got him literally in a cabinet, locked up in a cabinet. But if, like, if you live in the sticks, it makes sense to own one. But yeah, if you live in a city, like LA, at the moment, the homeless, you you probably need to be fucking armed, right? New York at the moment, crime rates through the fucking roof because yeah. COVID locked people down. People have come out of it. A lot of people left New York. Crime's through the fucking roof. Yeah. So you might go, I'm armed because I ain't letting this shit fucking happen to me. Fuck off. You know, like I, I'm gonna defend myself. Problem is, you carry. You have. You have literally. You have intent to use. Yeah. Well, you have to. But then I, I think a lot of people carry and don't, and then the weapon gets used on them, too. Right. You pull a gun on someone and you they, they snatch it off you and use it, on and you. they use it on you. I think that happens a lot. Um, American listeners, I'd love to hear your opinions on guns. We, we we don't have guns readily available. But I know if I want one, I can go and get a license for one and, and you have can get one a in license, my house. You can get a license and you can keep. 
you're not allowed to have live ammunition on the same premises you have of uh, you have a gun on. Oh. I, know, I know that because a mate of mine used to work with. That's that's he had he had he had shotguns and that. But if is. your mate lives next door, he can keep your ammunition for you and you keep the guns. But no, um, yeah, I'd like to hear from our American listeners like your thoughts on the gun issue because it's it's such a contentious thing, and I lean towards the fact that I understand why you have them. It's a hard one, because if you were to say tomorrow, right, everyone in America, guns are illegal, and if you're caught with a gun, we're taking them off you, you 100% know that crime ain't going down for 20, 30 years. It's not stopping. Like, no yeah. matter what you put in place, it ain't stopping. And in fact, if good law-abiding people hand their guns in, they're now at danger for the cunts who don't, right? Yeah. It's such a fucking difficult thing. Yeah. And again, it's there, as we said earlier, it's there to stop your government being tyrannical. You look around the world, governments become tyrannical. Very it true. happens. Very true. You know? But no, thanks for bearing with us on this one. It was a dark one, uh, a deep dive. It's an interesting topic. But no, thank you for listening to this. And uh, we'll be back because we got a couple more cyber psychos down the line. we got a couple of topics coming up. Some interesting dives into maybe some literature and stuff like that. Yeah, we got Fight Club. We've got American Psycho, uh, American Psycho on the line. I want to do Battle Royal. Battle Royal was definitely on the list. We got the idea of a Highlander reboot has been greenlit recently, similar to the Crow reboot, which uh, just doesn't need to fucking happen. Uh, nope. So we're probably going to talk about, like, if you're going to reboot it, this is the way to go. They're never going to go that way. No. We, we already know now. It's going to be lit. Like, Highlander's going to be transgender or something. Yeah. We're going to do Heaven's Gate. We're going to do the Horrorcore Killer. we got a load of stuff in the works, so look out for that. And, yeah, take care. Yeah, cheers, guys.